late. I hope nobody fucking... There's not even anybody here. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So today is a very special day because I'm hanging out. Wait, is this... Did we go live? I think we did. I'm hanging out with my boy, Coop, who was kind enough to come on and, and talk with me. So Cooper is the owner of Trade Building Co., in Manchester, or not in Manchester. What fucking city do we live in? Derry, New Hampshire. Derry. Um, and he's just an all-around very interesting fella. I thought I'd bring him on, talk with him. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where my chat is. There it is. Um, So, Coop, how's it going today? Can I call you Coop? I've never called you that before. I tried it out just now. <laughs> you can do that, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm big in the nicknames. <laughs> A lot of people call me Coop. I, I constant. My wife gives me so much shit because I will constantly do that same thing. Just try out a nickname. It just happens. So, what's, so no, no problem. What's the weirdest one you've ever tried out? No, but it's just like it's not like weird. It's not like I'll give people weird names, but it's just you shorten shit like that, right? And it's like uh, the, the the one in particular that comes to mind is Rachel's cousin showed up with a brand new boyfriend. I didn't know. They go. She goes. Hey Coop, this is hey Cooper, this is Spencer. And I was like, Hey Spence, nice to meet you. And Rachel's like, <laughs> fuck, dude, why did you say that? Like, you don't know that guy. Like, what if you don't want to be called Spence? But me, me and Spence ended up being good. Buddies, How did so she know you didn't know him though? Mate, you should have just acted like you did. No, this dude, they're from Maine. She's <laughs> like, I, this is the first time I met his cousin, her cousin. So it was like not even. It was, it was definitely, um, it was just, I, you know, the way I see it, dude, a little bit of an overreaction. Yeah. That was a small You risk. know what? You're probably that never going to see him again anyways, you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, no. you were playing. He's a good dude. You were rolling the dice. Ended up being a wood, woodworker and, and, and everything. Oh, they're, they're fucking trouble. Good. You don't want to hang out with them anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He actually worked um, on, like, like fast food restaurant, like kitchens and stuff like that. And it, it, he, he told me a lot of stories, but, but like the thing that just like is really burned into my brain is he, he told me not to go to Burger King. He said every Burger King is disgusting. And I'm like, that can't be true. Like how is everyone disgusting? He just said, he said, no, dude, he said, don't do it. You got it. said he'd never go to Burger King. I feel like you never, like nobody goes to Burger King thinking that it's, it's not disgusting though. Right. Like I'm, that doesn't That's surprise me. I feel like I feel like your naivete in that situation is the real problem. You're your what? naivete in that situation is the real problem. Naivete, dude. I was saying it. Did I? <laughs> did, is that a word? I don't even know. I, I think it is. I just threw it out there. I just wanted to. I just wanted to try it out. I thought it was going to sound fancy. So, you are a uh, carpenter extraordinaire, artisan. Something like that. Um, and who recently went out on his own and uh, is doing his own thing. So what has that been like? First of all, how did you even get into carpentry? Um, so I really started in furniture. It was like a short sit in furniture. Um, but but really, I, I guess we'll go back a little bit. I've always been building stuff like my whole life. Um, I'm a skateboarder. Um, so we built ramps my whole life. I had a half pipe in my backyard. Like we, we just, we built stuff all the time. Tree forts growing up. My father was a roofer. Um, so we just grew up on site, grew up around tools. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it kind of was just like a natural progression. Um, when I graduated high school, I found this woodworker. His name was Sean Wolves Wolseley, I think. Um, but he just he makes really cool furniture. Um, he's out of California, and he that's I saw his page, and I'm kind of like, yeah, that's that's kind of what I want to do. I want to build furniture and kind of do the woodworker thing, and and that's what I tried to do. I, I started working for this. Guy, he's a good friend of mine now. His name is Frank LeBlanc. Uh, he That's a owns cool name. American Pride. Frank LeBlanc. Frank yeah, he's LeBlanc. The uh, he owns American Pride Woodworking. And uh, I believe he um, still has American Pride Woodworking, but he also is an owner of uh, Seacoast Cabinet. So he does a lot more like cabinet installs and, and, and cabinet sales and stuff now. But um, at first he was doing, you know, furniture as much as possible and, and uh he was kind of like it's kind of like a bootstrap thing like you just got it into it and and by the time i found him he, he had been doing it for like 10 years and and uh i worked for him for not that long um just because really rachel rachel got pregnant with our daughter i'll do it and uh I'll do it and like it was great I, and i think like working with frank like would have, would have been awesome for, for a long term. But at the time I was kind of freaking out and I was just like, ah, oh, like, what am I going to do? So I went and got a job for like a bigger kind of like corporate company. Um, actually for a minute there, I wanted to cut trees. I knew a, a buddy that worked at Asplund and in my head, the reasoning was like, okay, like I really want to understand wood and be like a woodsman right so i decided to go work for this company that i because my friend like cut trees for them and i he got me the job there and i ended up like just trimming around power lines that's actually like what they do that's like 90 percent of their business they like almost none of those guys actually like drop trees and then even the ones that do most of them don't know shit about trees nick so i i was like going in because I thought that I'd kind of like meet some people that like cared about like forestry and, 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 and trees and, and it just, it wasn't like that. It wasn't a good environment um, for me. Um, I mean, a lot of people like working there, but I, I just, it didn't last long. I was there for like maybe three months. And then I ended up getting a job at Black Dog Builders and that started my actual carpentry career. Um, and yeah. That from from that point forward, I've been I've been doing carpentry, uh, working for on primarily renovations ever since. Um, I think it's funny that you kind of struggled with the guy who like inspired you's name. You, Sean Wolf. Yeah, you were like, I think it's so honestly because no, that's that's funny because my whole life or the whole time I've like known that guy, it's like I. In my head, because he's a woodworker, it's like, in my head, his name is Woodsley, and I've never been able to fix that. <laughs> so it's, I, I've always said it wrong. Uh, but, but yeah, he, he owns a really, really cool company, super successful. And, like, when I found him, I found him on, like, Tumblr, and he had just this, like, artsy page, and he made, like, lamps and some tables and stuff. And now he has, like, a super successful business selling these wicked high-end ping-pong tables and pool tables and and really cool furniture and, and, and it's been really cool to watch his progression too. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get, um, I guess back to, um, 
back to like, I, 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 I still love furniture and I still love the thought of like working in a shop. Um, but as I've renovated houses and stuff, I've also kind of fallen in love with the craft of like pulling something apart and putting it back together. Um, you know, working in old houses, I got to work in a lot of really cool old houses. Um, so I think it's yeah, one thing that's kind of struck rambling. me about <laughs> you, even from the beginning is like, I've known a lot of people who work in this trade. Um, and like, you have a different sense about you. Like you talk a lot about like the artistry, you talk a lot about, um, like the, like who the fuck wants to be a carpenter and goes and joins a trees cutting service so they can learn about fucking wood, you know, like it's, it's, you have like a much, yeah, it's pretty odd. It was, it was a pretty odd trajectory. But I mean, you have like, you have that. A lot of people are like, what the hell are you doing? No, that's not like an insulting thing. I think it's cool. I think the intro, I just find it interesting that you have like an, you have this like desire to be more than just like a guy who studs, you know, like you don't really want to just be the guy who fucking hangs sheetrock or fucking throws up studs. Like you can tell when I talk to you that, um, you want, you don't want to do the normal thing. You want to do weird shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I think that like, I've always been like a naturally artistic person. Um, but I like, it's funny. I, I, I feel like an artist, like without like, uh, what would you call Like, like, uh, skill. Like, I feel like an art artist without like something to do. Amuse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like I, yeah, without a muse, that's, that's what I'm looking for. The muse, you know? So I think that even sometimes like as a carpenter, um, I'm like, I do, like, I'm just going in and like doing uh, like, like I'm just I'm just putting stuff back together. It's like you know I'm not necessarily like designing things. I'm not necessarily um, you know it's like there there are designers we bring in to do the design, right? So it's like sometimes I feel like if I'm not adamant about like putting I guess my own flair on things and like kind of like my own ideas into the mix, like I, I start to lack that like artistic outlet again you know what i mean so it's like that's why i that's why i think this way it's like i you know i in middle school and high school like all my friends were super talented musicians they you know they still just they're all in bands they all make amazing music i feel like they're some of the most talented like musicians i know right but i just i never had that like itch or the drive really to like pick up an instrument and like learn how to play an instrument but i always was like good at drawing and, and, and stuff like that. But I, I never, I don't even think it was the drive. I just think I didn't have the confidence. Like I, I've, I've always had just this like total lack of confidence. I don't know where that comes from, but it's like, I have this lack of confidence, but I have this like strong urge to do the right thing. Right. And the right thing for me being like, you don't fill myself up with like whatever that needs to be like in my life. Right. So like all the time I'm thinking like, how do I like inject more like artistic value into my life? Just because like, that's what makes me feel like that's what makes me feel whole. Right. And I think deciding to start my business it now, I kind of think of my business as an art project to some extent. Because I can't always sell the jobs that I want to build. I can't always, you know, it's like that's a scale I need to hone. Um, 
but I can build the business how I want it to and think about the business as this whole, as this project that I get to build, that I get to craft, right? So that's kind of, I, I guess what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is just like trying to like find the art and find the like magic and like everything I'm doing, you know? Which is tough, especially when, I mean, this is what you do for your living, right? So like at some point too, yeah. you got to be like, all right, well, I need fucking money. Like I can't just sit back. Yeah, you no, know? but that's the thing. It's like I'm also super analytical. I also like love the numbers side of things, and not that I'm very good at it. Like it, it's so challenging, especially like stay organized. Like I've heard people that like work in offices talk about like a well organized spreadsheet, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. I get that, but I don't get that because <laughs> I can't do it. It's so fucking hard to like like that aspect it's like i'm a carpenter right in the whole like for you know eight years before i started my company the important thing was being a carpenter and being the best carpenter i can be and honing my skill and and, and doing the, the research and knowing the the code and all these things and like trying to just be um trying to just be this like well-rounded person but now i'm a business owner I'm just like, oh shit, like the carpentry thing is really important still, but so is like learning how to be a real professional, like as a business owner and, and like a real like organized and like thoughtful person in that way now. That's always been a you struggle know? for me as well. I'm not the most organized person and I'm not the most... I basically have like two skills and one of them is talking a lot <laughs> and one of them is just that I can work for like ever and never stop working. I'm just like really good at that working was, for long periods of time. You do. Every time I text you, I'm like, it is, it is that. Yeah, I'm, I'm too busy working now. Every, every <laughs> fucking like day. That's, but that's great, dude. And, and like, I feel like I've somewhat lost that discipline. Like the amount of hours I can put in and part of it is because like when you get so disheveled, I'm just like, okay, like I don't want to just like the way I think about it. I think of stuff like I try to like put imagery to stuff so I can really like understand it in like a way that I can like digest it. And the way I think about it is um, when you're snowboarding and you're like on the edge of a ledge or you're skateboarding and you're like, you're like gonna like, I, I don't know, like bomb a hill or something. And there's a point where you're like jumping into something that's like, I'm either gonna make this or I'm going to get my ass kicked, right? And like, that's all fine. And like when you're skateboarding or snowboarding especially because most of the time it's like with the amount of snow it's like lower risk but i don't want to live my life that way where it's like here we go like i'm i'm gonna jump off this like professional ledge and like maybe like fucking die you know and, and like that's kind of how it feels like sometimes it's like when you're going onto this unlevel ground you like this you don't really understand and you're just like okay like i'm just gonna jump so it's like the more time I like spend just like putting my head down and working. It's like the more I start to feel like uneven and like I'm going to eat shit. Right. So it's just like, I need to like also take that time to like sit and like, I guess meditate on some things. Do you ever feel that way? Or you All just, the time. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I like, yeah. 
I like I go back and forth. It's like I want to take that time and be introspective, but like I also like there can't be a lot of thinking. <laughs> like uh, my whole life is just fucking is just like hand to mouth, just like go go go, you know. And I feel like if I break that rhythm, like that's how it's always been. That's yeah. how I've always been. Like I'm super hyperactive. I'm super energetic person. And so, like, I've yeah. always just been the type of person who just fucking rocks it and just goes as hard as I can. And, like, like I said, do no you, skills. Do you find that you make mistakes? All the time. But then you just correct. Like, when you... Right. Because, like, for me, it's like, I, like, we've talked about this before, how, like, you know, and, and one thing I admire about you is, like, your ability to, like, not care what people think. And I think... And not, not take life as seriously as I do. Like, and that's why it's, like, when I... When I'm running through all this unstable ground, like fucking up here and fucking up here, and, and and then I like sit on it and I beat myself up about it instead of just like moving forward. But like maybe that's just something I need. No, to you're probably learn. way smarter, like, dude, because this doesn't work like ninety nine percent of the time. This, this doesn't. This doesn't work either. You know. You know what I mean? It's just like like you said. It's like you make these big like say you make a huge mistake or something, but but then like three weeks from now it just you look back and you're like well maybe it wasn't as big a deal as i thought right and i think that like somewhere between you know nick sands and cooper richards there's a sweet spot that's like okay like i'm gonna care about this but i can't care too much about it because like what am i gonna do i'm gonna dwell on it and and and, and that's the thing dude i i just i you know i really need to learn a lot more how to stop like dwelling on stuff right because it's like you know everybody everybody fucks up everybody like does all the time constantly about. i fucked up it, probably you know? 30 times today you just gotta fuck <laughs> it too, you dude. just gotta let it go <laughs> there's nothing you can do you know? know if you just like if you if you hold on to it's like you already fucked it up <laughs> yeah i just fucked up a sentence two seconds ago i already moved past it i don't even <laughs> care anymore if you talk fast enough nobody yeah. notices you know um <laughs> but like one thing I will say, one thing I admire about you is like people don't know this, but you and Rachel, your wife. So Rachel started the plant shop and you started trade building yeah. co. And then you both just fucking quit your jobs. And just like yeah. at the same time, yeah. dude, that's like, like, so for me, for anyone who doesn't know, my wife is a fucking bad bitch and she fucking makes a bunch of money. <laughs> And like, this is a plan that we had put in place because we, it's cheaper, was essentially cheaper. It's like not really cheaper, but in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of cheaper for us not to pay for daycare. Yes. So like, it was like, all right, well, I'll stay home with the, with our daughter who we just had and I'll fucking work and I'll do this thing from home. And like, I'm not making as much money as I was, but like I'm saving some money by not doing certain things. Um, and she makes a bunch of money. So, like, we had that kind of, like, I have her to rely on. You know what I mean? You guys are both just like, fuck yeah. it. Just, like, burn the boats. <laughs> we're fucking going to do it. <laughs> or we're fucking not. Like, what What was that conversation like? That's something I really wanted to ask you before. But I wanted to wait until it was being recorded. Dude, it's really funny um, because I guess it's it, – so where do I want to start with this? So Rachel is a super ambitious person and she's just, when she, 
when she cares enough or when she like really is passionate enough, like she sets her sights and she just goes. Right. So she, all right, I know where to start. So one day Rachel came up to me and said, Hey, I want to buy this plant. And I was like, all right, sounds normal. Why are you telling me? And she goes, it's $350. And I'm just like, okay, like, why would we do that? Right? Like, I would just spit out my drink. And she, $350 for a plant? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, why? That doesn't, like, why would we do that? Explain to me why you think that's a good idea. You know, it's like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And she goes, if we buy this plant, you know, I can grow it. And then I can chop some leaves off of it, make new plants, sell those, and then make my money back on the plant. So basically, I was like, that's awesome. Okay, I trust you. Go ahead. Yeah, now that you, you know, say it that we way. Have a, we have a joint. Now you say it that way. It makes more sense. Like, we have, we, have a, we have a joint savings account. So that's basically, we're both, like, anything that's, like, a big purchase, we're like, hey, do you mind? Or at the time, we did, right? But now that we have two different businesses, it's a little different. But, but you know, we always, like, hey, like, I was thinking about, like, doing this right and it's like yeah or nay you know and so i was like okay great so basically her hobby became like okay like i'm into these rare plants now that cost a lot of money but now my hobby kind of like pays for itself right so after her selling a couple of those leaves those cuttings she um so crazy you can sell like a salad for 350 dollars yeah dude like Alyssa's always coming home my wife's always coming home with fucking leaves and shit (laughs) yeah exactly so she starts Rachel just very quickly is like oh I'm gonna buy this plant I'm gonna buy this plant I'm gonna buy this plant and then she starts you know just buying plants and and basically flipping all the money back into buying plants it's like I used to buy antiques a lot I I I dude you seem like the fucking uh, kind of person who would buy antiques in the best way yeah for for actually a, a short period of time, that's what I did full time too. I did it with my buddy Kevin, and um, you know, again, I was younger. We didn't have kids. I quit my job. I was like, let's see if I can do this and you know, fund my life. Um, but anyways, I, basically, once it became back to like a hobby, it's like, oh, you buy an antique, you sell it, you make your money back, and then that like extra money becomes like your like your i i call it fake money it's obviously not fake money but it's like you know it's like this is hobby money like this is this money goes all my investment will go back into like what i like right. to do right so that's that, that's what rachel started doing and then one day i came home and she said hey i think i want to do a pop-up shop you know like maybe i could do it at the grind maybe i could do it at rocking and brewing and she goes i think i can really start to like like actually turn this into a business um, but I need to put a greenhouse in the living room and I was like done go ahead I don't care and so she fills up our living room in a short amount of time with all these greenhouses right? and she's you know growing plants in the living room and you know making you know plant shop like shirts like with her cricket and like just doing like just crazy working all the time like in the house doing the pop-ups and then after like three or four pop-ups, she goes, this sucks. These plants hate the cold. Like she goes, you know, and, and I came home one day and she was just like, I think I want to buy, I think I want to open a shop. I was like, all right. And then a month later, she's like, Hey, I found a place. Was she, wor- was was she like, working at this oh, time? All right. She was working one day a week. She's a dog groomer. 
Um, so I was like, you know, okay, fine. Like whatever. <laughs> and so, and then like a month later we were in there right away. Like it just like happened very quickly. And, and like, granted, like we like, when you said, when you said, all right, whatever. Like, did you think it was going to go that quick or did you think that there would be some time to consider things you know, as they were coming or? I had a feeling it was going to go pretty quick, you know, in, in like the conversations, like it started to go a little too quick for, for my level of comfortability. But like I said, Rachel was very ambitious and she, you know, talked me into it. And, and I was like, all right, let's, let's go, dude. I was like, do you think you can do this? Let's do it. And uh, she started doing it. It's like, really, it's like I was working six days a week, kicking my ass, dude, driving to Boston five days a week working on the weekend, like getting as many side jobs as I could, building decks, you know, replacing windows, like doing, like just working a ton in barely in scraping by essentially, you know what I mean? So when, when Rachel brought up like, Hey, like, you know, it's going to cost us a lot of money. We'll have to like, you know, spend a lot of money to like, you know, start this thing. Um, but like in my head, I'm just like, yeah, like this makes sense. Why don't we invest in ourselves? Like, like fuck this running around. And, and, and like, I was working for an awesome builder. My boss was the man. He's this young guy, ambitious dude. And we were building the sickest stuff. Like the best, like some of the coolest projects I've ever been on. So, met some of the coolest people. And I just wasn't happy. And I'm just like, how am I building some of the coolest stuff I've ever built? And I'm not happy. Like, why is this not working out? So like I said, six days a week, I was in the car a ton and I was just like, yes, let's do that. And then, so we were kind of like in the same time, I was really upset at work and I came home one day and I was bitching about it to Rachel. And I was just like, yeah, I just don't know what to do. Like, I feel really kind of trapped. And then like, we were sitting here at this counter and she goes, you should quit your job. And I was just like, yeah, I know. I know I should. And she's like, no, like tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And she's like, okay. He's like, okay. And I went into work and I put on my notice. She's <laughs> like, I don't know. My boss is like, what are you, you going to do? I was like, I, I think I'm going to start my own thing. And he's like, that makes sense. All right. I won't try and stop you. I was like, thanks, man. He's like, give me a call. Can you need any advice? I was like, sweet. Thank you. And uh, put in my two weeks and yeah, felt like a total imposter. Felt like, you know, I feel like a lot of the older guys I worked with, like, like I don't, I don't know if they like, I don't. Know, I feel like some people didn't think I was necessarily ready. You know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, I just to be fair, the like, old guys that you work with had spent their whole life doing exactly what you were currently doing. So, are they the best judge? You yeah. know. Exactly, you know, and that's why I had to kind of like take a step back and be like, because those like, years go fast, especially when you're working thing. in the trades. Well, those, yeah, those years go fast, and like I, I, especially since we've had Charlotte, I'm like, man, like years are just flying by. And um, you know, I won. I really like was planning on waiting till I was thirty. I thought thirty sounded like a good number, but I didn't feel like I was learning at a fast enough rate. Like, like from like what I was, what I was doing. Like, I, I just didn't feel like I was gaining the experience that I thought I needed. And I was just like, you know what? Like, yeah, when you're working for a company, you can bounce your ideas off of experienced guys. 
but mostly it's you right and it's like how many ideas are you bouncing off these guys where in the end it's like you knew the right thing to do right it's like you like renovations are so difficult like being a being a remodeling carpenter is like it's not about like knowing what to do it's about getting into a situation like say you open up a wall and it's completely fucked like the framing is just shit which is so common right it's like there's so much shoddy work out there opening up a wall seeing the shoddy work and saying like all right i know well sometimes it's not even shoddy work we fucking live in a like new england has been around for fucking 200 years you know you might just be dealing with fucking something that was built 150 years ago when there wasn't any like regulation is even if it was built 150 years ago and it was flashed right and um everything was you know water was you know uh, like working its way away from the house right it's like it's still gonna be good if you open it up and it's good like that's that's the number one problem those fucking pilgrims are a bunch of hacks that's the fucking problem great most of the pilgrims but the thing is if you're in a 150 year old house or a 200 year old house it's like yeah you're gonna run into like some shit but it's like that house is there because it was one of the good ones, right? It's like everybody opens up these old houses and goes like, oh, they don't make them like they used to. But it's just like, oh, okay. Like actually like all the ones that were made Italy fell down or like were demo. It's, it's not like they don't make them like they used to. It's like the, all the good ones are still standing because they're good ones. That makes know? sense. It's that like, actually makes a lot of there sense. Were, there were still hats. There were still hats, you know? Um, but yeah, so anyways, to circle back, I put in my two weeks, started, uh, you know, applied for um, my um, LLC and started to just like really like I spent two full weeks just like trying to develop like a kind of rough operating procedure and like how am I going to do this? How am I going to organize things and just got like a bunch of shit together and then um just kind of like hit it hard on all the side jobs I I had lined up and and just like set them up in the schedule and just started going. And, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was wicked, wicked nervous, but I mean, you kind of get into the first project and it's like, you're nervous and you're like, am I even capable of this? Is like the way I would feel. And then at the end, you're just like, Oh, look at that. Like I was capable of this. And then you do it again. You're like, Oh, I was capable of this. And then you do it again. And that confidence builds. And it's like, it's not so daunting when you walk into the project for the first time, like on, on number one, like demo day, we're going in, we're ripping shit out. It's like, you're like, okay, I'm going to rip this apart. You know, let's see what we got to do. Let's see if like, what I thought was going on is what's going on. Do like, do we want to move forward with the plan I have in my head or do we got to throw that away? Well, at first it's like a two and stuff like that. Like the carpentry stuff is the stuff, you know, like it's, it's worse. Um, like the business side, right? Like writing the estimates, gauging the hours, that kind of thing. Like that's gotta be the stuff you didn't know. You know what I mean? Like writing, writing the estimates is scary because, um, Honestly, um, there are a lot of companies like people in my situation who are like, you know what? I'm a pretty good carpenter. You know, I want to start my own business. I think I can make some money and they jump into it and then they don't know how to bitch it and, and they don't, they feel bad about charging too much. So they charge too little and then they, you know, run themselves out of business. And it's not even like they run themselves this, this, out of business. It's like, right here. 
yeah exactly and, and that's the thing but like you you also there's something to be said about getting your foot in the door i'm always right? just like, like can i just do gotta, it for free you know what i'll pay you yeah you know that's i have a, I have a friend tanner he's a great guy great carpenter and he's the same way he just loves carpentry so much he loves trim so much and finish work and and he's just like i'm just gonna call those people and tell them i'll do it for free and i was like don't do that dude <laughs> like what are you but it's just like that's the thing that's the skill you all of a sudden need to hone when you're a business owner is i want to build this cool shit how do i sell it how do i sell my value because the shit i want to build costs it just costs more money and, and and you know what one thing i learned from my old boss um nick schiffer he and, and this is like if i didn't learn anything else from this dude this is my favorite thing i've ever heard and i don't even think he said it directly to me i think i heard it on a podcast he he did um but when people say like how come you're like x more expensive than this guy or like if it's drastic, say like how come you're $5,000 more expensive than this guy? And then you can tell them that like we are simply just not selling you the same product, right? It's like you can – like somebody – come in. you can have two guys come in and look at a staircase and be like, hey, um, I want to renovate the staircase. And one of the guys shoots from the hip. Maybe he's never built that particular staircase before. Maybe he, he, he thinks in his head like, oh, yeah, this will be easy. Cause I've done that before where I'm like, Oh, this one's a layup dude. And then you bit it and you're just like, Oh my God, what was I thinking? So to just like stop yourself when you go in there, it's like shooting from the hip is okay. I guess it's like, really, it's like, I think I need more experience before I can just say like, yeah, 10 grand, you know? But I, I just think that a lot of people are selling themselves short. And then a lot of other people that I guess just don't care as much are just selling uh, either a lesser product. It's like there, there are so many different products out there. Um, it's hard without a good presentation to be like, this is what I'm selling you, right? Like look at all the, like a good design, a good rendering and be like, this is what it's going to look like at the end. And then be able to nail that rendering and being like, hold up the picture of like what this was supposed to be. And then look at the, like, say the staircase you built and like, is it, is it, did you, did you build that? Like, did you nail it? Right. And without a, a good like drawing and a good plan and a good like pay schedule and a good uh, like just idea of like how you're going to go about doing it. It's like, you can't bid that accurately. And that's what a lot of people do. In defense, like, I, I just built in defense of a lot of those smaller people, I think yeah. a, a big I, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that. Oh no, like, I know. I don't think you're. I don't think you're dragging. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But like, yeah. I think what happens to a lot of people um, when they come into business is like, like they just look at like this is the number I need to make this month. Like so, realistically, yeah. the hours don't matter, right? Because if I can, right. you know, what I mean, like I'll just say I need to make this much, uh, and I can spread it over this many jobs. Like, it doesn't matter if it takes me three or four times the amount of hours. Like, it doesn't matter. I'll just work it, you know? Right. And that's true until you want to scale your business. Oh, absolutely. Right? But I'm just saying, I, I think want, that's the, I, like, I, mentality that a lot of people have when they do those That's things. the mentality. Right. A lot of guys like me want to stay this small. You know what I mean? And, and that's fine. It's like, if you want to put in the hours. But then again, it's not fine because, one, you're selling yourself short. Until you're taking away 
from your life. It's like every hour, every extra hour you spend on the job, every extra hour you spend on that project is an hour away from your family. It's an hour away from, you know, your wife, your kid. It's an hour away from, you know, fishing or skateboarding or hunting, whatever you like to do. And it's like, you know, it's like we like I love carpentry. I am so proud of being a carpenter. I love houses. I don't want to spend all my time doing that. I want to spend a lot of time with my daughter, you know, building an igloo or fishing or doing whatever, you know, it's like, I, there's so many other things that I'm passionate about. And if I had 10 extra lives to live, I could not finish all the things that I want to experience in this life. Damn. That's fucking, that sucks. That sucks to think about. I feel like you probably, yeah, but but also it's like if you don't think about it you're gonna think about it when it's too late yeah i guess so it doesn't suck to think about it's like i feel like i just feel like most of the so like because i hear a lot of people i think that that's like a really like a lot of people say stuff like that but i feel like not enough people are taking into consideration like you can just do shit now like realistically like like you want to fucking you want to spend more time at the beach fucking go to the beach you know like just go to the beach more you want you know i mean maybe it's not fucking maui but like you can go to the beach anytime like you can go to the beach right now no that's what they can't stop you i'm not even talking about you know (laughs) i know i'm not yeah i think i i don't mean you i just think i think too many people get caught up yeah they can't that it's even harder to stop me because i can wear black and they can't see me but like you can wear black yeah i can just be a sneaky beach goer just laying on my towel in like a fucking ski mask um, well, I'm not even talking about like doing these grand things and like going to Maui or whatever. I'm just talking about like, you know, being present and experiencing like the other like just amazing, wonderful aspects of life. Like, honestly, like one of my favorite things in the world is drinking a cup of coffee and like having a conversation. You know, it's just like that's like so spending more time. But it's like, like you said, you have to do I that. I feel like I would get bored. wake up on set. Well, well, you're not going to do that all the you time. You know what I mean? I do that sometimes. I just, that's just one of my things. I also love carpentry. That's just one of the things. That, all my time drinking I just coffee. feel like I hear that so much where <laughs> people are like, oh, like I have so much I want to do. Like I want to enjoy life. And it's like, all right, you want to like enjoy a cup of coffee more. But like at some point that's going to get boring, you know? I don't know. I have a, I just, I feel like maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm too high strung. Hmm. You know, like maybe I drink too much coffee, but I'm kind of like, I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I want it. Like I don't want to wait. You want to work all the time. You'd rather work all the time is what you're saying? Not necessarily work, but like I want to be doing stuff. I don't really have the desire to like kick my feet back and just like, like look around and be like. Yeah, no, no, I'm totally with you, dude. I'm totally with you. That's, I think that like, maybe I wasn't articulating what I'm trying to say. Like it's just doing other stuff is important. You know, other stuff that you want to spend time doing. Right. I don't mean just, I don't mean just. what I'm saying. It's like a lot of these guys. I'm just saying that like these guys that like the mentality of just like, oh, like I just need this much money for this month and I'll just put in way more hours. I'm just saying to me, that's like a recipe for one. It's a recipe for burnout. I think I forgot that we were talking about that part. (laughs) Yeah. Like I am, am burnt out all like all the time. Right. So it's like me, I'm trying to figure out a way to not be burnt out. And I don't even know what that takes, dude. I don't even know what that takes. You know, because I was wicked, wicked burnt out when I was working for somebody. And honestly, I feel like since 
me and Rachel have started our companies, like I'm less burnt out. Like I feel better about life because I'm doing what I want to be doing. And sometimes I feel like I'm like holding on to this like secret. Like I'm like, go start a business. Like, what are you doing? Like, do like, like live your life. Right. It's like, there's, there's ways to, to do these things. Right. Um, but that's just for me. That's just like what I want to do. It's like a lot of, it's not this like held secret. Like some people like going to work and coming home and doing their thing. And some people aren't scraping by because they have like a good, like dual income household and like, it's, it's fine, you know? So that's fine too. But um, yeah, just specifically about those guys that are just putting in all those extra crazy hundred hour weeks. And I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way, but if you like that, that's good too. Yeah. I like, the money, like having to deal with money is weird, especially when you're dealing with money around stuff you love. It's wicked weird, dude. Um, Cause yeah. like the, the whole, like I would literally just do what I do pretty much. I would do it for free all the time. Like I'll fucking dude. If you want yeah, me to come hang right. out with you and bring my camera and make a video about what you did that day, I would fucking love to do that. I would do it for free. I would yeah. do it for fucking weeks. I'd come out there every week and fucking hang out with you <laughs> and fucking shoot. You know what I mean? And make a video about it. I love that shit. Yeah. You know? And so like, yeah. it's weird monetizing. So like, I, I feel like that's kind of I, part of the, I, I do have a, propo- a proposal for you for a, for a YouTube show. It's I, I, I thought I'm about not gay, but you can, if be... the pay is right, I guess I'll think about it. I'll marry you. For sure. All right. In, for in insurance. Okay. Yeah. I need the insurance. So that's perfect. <laughs> I don't have, ins- I, I have insurance, but it's, uh, it's not great. One of the, so you don't marry one of the guys in the, uh, one of the guys in the <laughs> chat just said, uh, when he was in Sweden, uh, the Swedish people told me that Americans don't know how to have a coffee. Uh, they they don't understand. They like they sit around in Sweden. They sit around and enjoy the place, uh, talk or think about pickled herring or something. That's I mean that's true. I, I feel like we don't really drink. Like maybe it's just I like just, more social in other places. I know that this is kind of lo- kind of I separate from what aspect. you were. No, 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 no. I like it. I, like I feel it. like no, we drink I on love... the go. Like we drink coffee as a means to. We drink on the go. Hyper, we drink to, on the go. To, to put a little kick in our giddy up or whatever, you know? So like. So I did that. I did do that. And I did feel that way. And I was just like, all right, drink some coffee. And, and like, let's go. Let's do this. Right. But I, I've stepped away from doing that. Right. And kind of taking that, you know, say Swedish mentality, because like now I drink coffee, you know, and I love driving and having a cup of coffee, like listening to a good podcast. Like that's wonderful, dude. I love that too. But I feel like driving like, is such an have, underrated, like I love, I love driving. Going for a drive is great. I loved commuting to Boston and listening to a podcast and drinking my coffee early in the morning. That's different. It's like, yeah. I love getting on, I love getting on the road when it's dark. But driving home was the shit part. Um, but I, I just I, I feel like I understand that mentality. And I feel like it's a huge like 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 you said, America. It, it like it's an America like we're workhorses. And that's why America's so great, right? It's like I don't and, and that's an unpopular opinion these days too, but I really do think it's so great. And I think that um it's it's it, there's something to be said about like working really hard but i think that i think that there's a balance between you know going home for two hours and like having bread and 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 good and charcuterie and and, and wine and, and then like, working until, like seven o'clock at night. 
Charcuterie? I feel like no one's ever, I think, I think so. no one's ever said it in front of me. I don't know if that's how you say it. I've only ever read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, there's like a balance, right? It's just like it, the same thing about like lunchtime at work, like on site. If I'm with a couple of guys and we take, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes to like, you know, either take a coffee break or like have a lunch. Like say if like a customer brings down like some like, baked goods or something they made like that is a beautiful moment in time right and i really really love and appreciate those moments the last job i did for black dog was for this woman um laurel was her name laurel and she was a fiddle player and she like toured and played like fiddle in this irish folk band and every morning around like 9 nine thirty, because she would teach fiddle and then around like nine nine thirty, she would come in with like tea and like she'd make like some rolls and like we would just sit there and chat. And I missed that woman so much. She she was just such like I feel like if I sh- like and I only knew her because I was renovating her kitchen. I feel like if I showed up at her house, like she'd probably just be like, "Oh, Cooper, like let's make I'll make some, I'll put some tea on." I don't and know then, if I would test that though. No, I mean like she's like you need to you need to get the fuck out of here. She's like, sure, this is weird as hell. But no, dude, they were just amazing people and like an amazing family, and they were all super musical, like the whole family. And like the daughter came home from college for Christmas, and they would like dip up around the house, like singing together. Like they would just like sing this beautiful music. I would shut off my radio and listen, and I'm just like. What that is, is so, it's just beautiful. It's just like a beautiful thing, like, like to be able to like, just be present and like, you're not like listening to a song, like you and your daughter, like walking around the house, cleaning up, organizing things and just singing a duet together. Like, what the fuck, dude? That's not real That's life. That's not real life. That's like a Disney but movie. it's amazing. It's like a Disney movie. It was, dude. And I loved them. And, and when I left, like, she, like. It was like a big thing. She she literally she's like, you have to come back when like at some point. And I'm just and I never did. And I, I felt like, you know, it's like hard because it's like, do they mean it? Right? It's like you kind of get in your own head. Or I do. Dude, just hit you know, just, just add and, her on Facebook and then fucking take it from there. That's a good Laurel, point. if you're that's watching now, Maybe. if you're one of the three people <laughs> who's watching this right now, <laughs> call Cooper. <laughs> Have you call me yeah. up? He wants to I be part of your out. duet. She's the one, I, I'm not a great singer, but I definitely join it. He would try, um, his best. but she could imagine, try, imagine but, being that daughter's yeah. like boyfriend and coming home to and like they're like, Oh, we're going home to meet my parents, and then they're fucking like birds are like helping them make the bed, <laughs> and fucking they're like dancing around the house singing and shit. Like, how do you even, especially if you come from like a normal, like a like a like you lived in Manchester your whole life and then you come into that and you're like, what yeah, the dude. fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going See, on? And it's, yeah, dude, and I just feel like, I don't know, I'm this super like emotional person and I realize that like there are not, like most people are not this crazy, dude. I feel like I'm crazy. Like I'm always like having these like, these thoughts and these like i just like i always want to just like honestly dude i always just want to like talk about my feelings with whoever will i'm listen. a very i'm and i, I want to hear about, about your feelings i talk about my feelings you know what I mean? amount. 
for you know it's a weird amount right yeah, yeah exactly but i, I yeah. mean like i feel like i don't know that's like we've like as as men we were deprived we've kind of been deprived of that you know what i mean or at least like i never totally. you know i don't give a fuck so i'll talk i'll fucking i cry at commercials i don't give a shit but like a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people were have been deprived about that i mean like when i think about like totally when i think about like growing up and like like i don't think i've ever seen my dad cry before Right. Like not one time. I don't know if he ever has. Maybe he hasn't. My dad is like yeah. this freakishly. He's like he's very much like me. He's very loud and boisterous, but he's also like the toughest fucking dude I've ever met in my life. And like, really? Yeah, he like got in some kind of accident when he was a kid, and like he doesn't. He's like, I don't know. It's like his. It's literally like his nerve endings don't work right. Cause like I've seen him do some shit that should like. So he's literally the toughest. Yeah, like, like he literally, literally doesn't like... feel pain. I don't know how. Like I've seen him do shit that he sh- like. This isn't like a six year old talking about their dad. This is like a serious. <laughs> I feel like he has a medical condition. Like my dad is made of steel. Yeah, no, no, he's not. He told, he he's told not, me. but he just doesn't feel it. He like like one time yeah. I watched him smash his hand. He like dropped a tailgate on a dump truck onto his hand, and he just was like, ooh. And then, like, he had to go to the hospital. Like, it was super fucked up. Yeah, but he was just like, he was like, like oh. He had both of his hips Ooh. replaced, and he was out of the hospital in, like, three or four days. Like, just weird shit. Yeah. He's got, like, something wrong with him, I think. But, but like, in a good way. <laughs> Do you think that? In a good way. You like, know the I mean? nerve endings relate to the, like, emotional pain? Too, well, he, had, like, he said he got in some kind of accident when he was a kid. And then ever since then, it just, like, so maybe, like, something stunted his nervous system. or You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I'm told this is I'm completely uh, just winging it here. I have no idea, you know. <laughs> Who's not? I don't even remember what I was We're talking just about. It. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, like I mean, most dudes, they have a hard time. I mean, suicide is the number one killer of men between the ages of 24 and 35 years old. So like, yeah, this is the last year for me that like I'm not just a statistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now after this You're heart, risk, now dude, after this heart, heart disease takes over. And fucking, so I made it through. But like, yeah, dude. There you go, dude. Number one you. killer of men between the age of twenty four and thirty five. Yeah, I had a good friend suicide. suicide when I was probably like nineteen. I've had, um, I've had, and I'm not trying to one up you here. I've had a fucking lot of. <laughs> I have had a lot of friends kill themselves, like a lot. Yeah, it's, dude, it's crazy. It's unbelievable, and it's, I have had a lot of friends who have taken, um, like just dark past because if they're just like not happy you know drugs alcohol like those aren't technically suicides but those are suicides like they're doing that to them you know yeah. because they are ha- they can't cope they're having a hard time coping right and, like they don't know who to turn to they don't know who to talk to um mm-hmm. and like i think the best thing that people like me can do like that's why i'm that's one of the reasons i'm so like vocal about my emotions and like i try to is it because like every time I do that, I just think like I'm I'm making more room for other people to do that. You know what I mean, dude? I, I am so vocal about it and so vocal about therapy and how important it is and how important it is to me specifically. Like I, I've never been able to do still therapy. go to therapy. It's I know, yeah, we've talked about this before, but even uh, again, like you say, you say it, you put it out there into the world, and people like even if they don't go, like a lot of people roll their eyes when I say it. 
Um, I don't roll my eyes. Like, it's, I think it's probably least, really beneficial. I just have a hard time. Op- well, I, I think at least like you're saying, like you put it out in the world. Like I'm talking about my emotions. Somebody hears me talking about my emotions and they can go and, and it's a little bit more normal to them. Right. And then maybe they go and, and, you know, maybe I tell somebody that I go to therapy and maybe I tell somebody that it's really important to me and, and, and it could be beneficial to them too. And then they go off and they're like, fuck Cooper. Like, that's dumb. I don't want to do that. And then like, you know, 10 more times they hear that in their life. And they're like, you know what, dude? I'm going to give it a shot. I'll tell you. you know? I will tell you. And I, and I think that that's really important. Straight up right now, I'm 35 years old and I have thought about suicide a lot in my life. I've thought about killing myself a yeah. lot. There were times in my life where it was, I was very, very close where I don't know how mm-hmm. I made it through. There were times in my life right. where um, I was happy. Like, I was living a good life and I was happy and then I was still thinking about it. Um, right. Why do you think that like during the happiness phase, like were you worried about like that drop off again? I don't, or were well, you just, so like, what? like a lot of times it was just like, I would like, like, you know that, you know that feeling when you're like driving on the road and you're like, what happens if I just fucking crash into that rock right now? You know? It was that, but it was like a lot yeah. of that, like too much of that. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of it was just right. like um, a lot of the people I knew were were um, like dying around me, like people who I had been yeah. friends with for a long time um, were either taking their lives or, or and it, it was like a little bit of like, you know, why me? Why did I? Why or haven't I really? And like also it's like right. a lot of like, like maybe that, you know, I don't know, like what i'm not really how to put this without sounding like i'm pro suicide but like it was a lot of like you know as good as my life maybe is like life at the end of the day is just like suffering you know what i mean like the best Mm -hmm. day on earth is fucking like a seven you know what i mean like (laughs) you know so like you, you don't think you've ever had a 10? No, I mean, I've definitely had 10s, but, like, they're fleeting, you know? They're fleeting. Yeah, I think fleeting is uh, a good way to put it. But, like, I'm not, right? su- like, and, and I'm like, not suicidal. You don't have to fucking, you don't have to fucking call anybody. I'm like, I'm good, you know? But, like, it, and, like, I definitely th- am less about it now. I do think that a lot of it had to do with puberty um, and then just some, like, other. Yeah, dude. Like, when I was going through puberty, I couldn't, I was having, I had super hard time sleeping. I couldn't sleep. I would stay up for like days yeah. at a time. And like, that was when, and then like into my twenties. And then now, you know, I guess there's really no reason why it stopped. I guess it just kind of like, it probably was just some fucking weird brain shit going on. Yeah. Weird chemical thing. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, puberty for like a young man is, is really, really difficult. And I think it's, it's probably not talked about a lot. And like you said, it, it's just like, you know, because there's like, and I think it's getting better in society where, you know, a lot more people are talking about, you know, mental health, especially with like, you know, young boys. And I think that there's just so much like just the, the, the chemicals alone, the testosterone is like, you don't understand how you're feeling. It's like you're, you're, you, you, you don't know, like everybody around you. It's like, say there's like this, just like male hazing that goes on. 
everywhere around you. They're all saying stuff, like maybe talking about like sex stuff that like you don't understand. And you well, feel we grew like up at a weird time with, like, with sex too, because we came up, we, at least, well, you were a little younger than me, but like I grew up right as like internet, like I was hitting puberty right as like internet porn was really like becoming widely available and like Dude. free. Yeah. So like, and yeah. that I'm a hundred percent feel like that fucked me up, like a hundred percent. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, oh, between yeah. that sure. and like, there was at that time there was like, I mean, there was a lot of pressure when we were like in like eighth grade to act like fucking adults, like around sex and sexuality right. and shit. You know what I mean, dude? I remember and getting I was a the middle slow of school. Fucking, I was slow. I was slow to age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not. Yeah, I was a dude. fucking slow bloomer. So like. <laughs> you know yeah dude and in being like a, a slow bloomer late bloomer whatever late bloomer, and, and then like thing. all those all those people you know still like even if these like honestly nobody feels comfortable right guy girl you're a young person like not comfortable talking about sex or being around a fucking female you, you know it's like nobody feels comfortable but everybody acts like they do maybe Right. And then, and then you feel like you're the only one. I mean, that's what it all stems down to is like, I feel like a lot of these mental problems stem down to I'm the only one. I, I, I am different. Right. Because you wouldn't be down on yourself if it felt like you weren't alone. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we kind of have like a built in, like, like again, I think, I think, like we all have those feelings, and we all, but no one, fe- no one realizes everybody else is feeling that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and nobody wants, but no one wants to be like the first person. Like I still being the first person is scary. To my, uh, I, I still like feel like sometimes every once in a while you feel like everyone else is crushing it, <laughs> and like I feel like it's like I've done so much like mental work and so much introspective like thought where it's just like you, you start to like understand that like all these feelings are false alarms, right? All the anxiety, it's just like, well, not all of them, but most of them are just like, you're making it up in your head. You're making up this picture of like some, like maybe somebody else's life, but like, like even your own life, you're, you're just like, you're making up like, Oh, like I'm not making enough progress or I said something and they probably think this realistically, nobody's thinking anything about what you said. Most people like forget about <laughs> no, what you literally said no one cares because they're it. thinking about what they said. That's like, I don't think about what other people for you know social I mean? media, it's like, like, especially like I'm only relating this because of like what I do with, with work, uh, but like in social media, like yeah. one of the biggest things to get business owners is like to get them in front of the camera and get them talking and like just getting them to post stuff. Because they don't like the way they look. They don't like the way blah, blah, blah. They have fucking five million excuses for why they can't post, you know, a picture of themselves online. But at the... I feel like I need to save this clip right here because it's it's me, At the end of the day, dude, (laughs) like, literally (laughs) nobody gives a fuck about you at all. Nobody Nobody cares. cares. There's like four people on earth that fucking, like, until 10 years ago when social media became prevalent, all these people whose opinion you care about literally you would have never talked to after high school. So like there's like four people who give a shit about you. And like most people don't have time to go online and be mean. Like you have to, it seems like a lot of people do that. They do, but only the people who fucking like, (laughs) like people who, who have large audiences, like that's a different thing. But like for the normal person, there's like, if you have 
under 100,000 followers, fucking nobody cares. If you have under 40,000 followers, like the amount of people that at absolute most 10% of your audience will see you. We'll see what you have to say. Right. So like right. 10% of people are going to fucking see your photo of the of the let's just say I don't I'm terrible at math, so like I can't even figure it out, but but like <laughs> What's 10% of 10,000? 10% of 10,000? 100? 1,000? 1,000. It's 1,000. 1,000. All right, so, th- so let's say you have 10,000 followers. <laughs> you post a picture of yourself. 1,000 people are going to see it. 99% of them are way too fucking busy to even care. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah, Life is so they're short. Just, they're doom scrolling anyway. Life is so fucking short. People worry about shit they said like 12 years ago. Mm. That's insane. You know, nobody mm-hmm. else remembers. Nobody else, like, we always, we're so focused and, like, you know, I think a lot of people, they we see ourselves and we can't not see ourselves as, like, the main character, you know what I mean, of the universe. But, like, at the end of the day, totally. dude, if you said something, like, stupid to me or, like, like that, that fucking meme where it's, like, where it's, you're going to leave and you say the wrong thing to the cashier. In there, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, and then like you think about that, dude. I, lo- I love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that fucking cashier did not like. They're not even. If you walked back through the line, they would not remember you. Like they don't fucking care. Yeah. So like, and that's yeah. a good thing. Like you should use that as like, that's a fucking positive because if nobody cares, it's a positive. You can right. do whatever you want, and until you really either get it right or get it wrong, like nobody's gonna notice. Right. Like you hear all this shit about like people who come up out of nowhere, people who fucking like nobody, nobody, very few people come out of nowhere. Like most people work really, really hard toward a goal. And then eventually right. like they get to their goal. Right. So like, especially online, like you see like, right. what the fuck is his name? Mr. Beast. He posted, uh, he posted, Beast. I want to say a thousand videos before he got one that got over a thousand views. That's pretty good. It's fucking insane, right? So like, I don't know. You just gotta, you just gotta like go with it. I feel like it's a lot of work. Yeah, too many people take themselves too seriously. Like that's a big problem, I think, in our in just society in general. Is like, like if you're not, ha- I I feel like if you're not having fun, like ninety percent of the time, like you're fucking up. Yeah. I'll give outside of yeah. certain circumstances, I don't want to fucking, you know, I'm not saying like there's definitely some people who deserve to have or who don't deserve, but like who have less fun 90% of the time. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like for the average person who's like born in a healthy body, middle class, like we fucking, there's really nothing to complain about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're like, you know, you just, you're, you've landed in a good spot. Like I'm decidedly just middle like class. From the lottery. I'm decidedly middle class. You know what I mean? Like I'm very low on the middle yeah. class, on the middle class spectrum. And like, I have more food in my fridge right now than someone a hundred years ago probably would eat in a month. You know, right. like I have no problems. Like yeah. money's tight, but like, fuck, I don't really need to do it. Like I got my video camera. I got my fucking kids. I got my wife. Like I got a connection to the internet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 15, dude, you got a podcast 20 years ago. Who a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> look at this. You know, 20 years ago, none of this shit like existed and everybody was, like even more isolated there now. Like I literally have nothing to complain about. I can't. And like, if I'm not right. having fun, like if I'm doing something and I'm not having an absolute fucking blast, I'm just not going to do it. Like it's not worth my time to me. If I need to be having oh, yeah. like a great time most of the time. And th- maybe that's why I have a hard time with what we were talking about before, where I was saying like, 
like I wouldn't want to just sit around and like whatever, but like I'm always generally speaking, I'm always having fun, you know, most of the time. Well, I think, I think it's like, it's like what you enjoy doing. Yeah. It's like when, I, when I'm sitting around having that cup of coffee, like having a good conversation, I'm having the time of my life, man. Like, that's what I enjoy doing. Having conversations. Like, when you ask me to be on the podcast, I'm psyched, dude. I'm ecstatic. Like, I love this. This is this is what I'm passionate about. Like, I, I, I think that, like, I was having a lot of conversations. Probably two years ago, I was having, like, a lot of conversations with a lot of people that um, I guess I admired, looked up to, just because of the my work situation. Like, getting a job for NS Builders, like, kind of put me in a position where... I was talking to a lot of people that I had only seen online for a really long time, meeting people from like planning home building and in this old house and all this stuff. And I feel like every conversation I was having, I was putting my foot in my mouth and I'm just like, I'm an idiot. Okay. Uh, talk to you later. Um, and I just like made a conscious decision to try and be better at having conversations and try to be better at listening and try to be better at asking like you know like intelligent questions that lead the conversation in a good way you know what i mean one because like i would like to do a podcast one day as well um then just do it i was telling you this the other day i'm going to tell you yeah. right now live on live on youtube live to these to these two <laughs> people who are listening right now like there's no reason and one of them is is probably me being on youtube watching my own stream um there's no reason to wait like just get out there and do it if you have something to say like like I said, either it's not going to go anywhere or right. or it will. But like the vast majority, like you're going to need to put out probably a couple hundred pieces of content before the algorithm will even recognize you as not being a bot. So like you better get fucking cracking. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Good point. So yeah, dude, I guess, I guess you're right. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, like we were talking the other day about good audio and we we're talking the other day about like, like, you know, doing this in person or doing it in Zoom and it's like, you know, you have all these like perfect, um, it's like this, this image in your head of like what it's going to look like. Same thing I was doing with was just like, Oh, by the time I'm 30 and I can joke, go off on my own, like I'm going to like, things are going to look like this and I'm going to have like more under control in my own mind and my own life. And it's going to be perfect. But like making that jump into being my own boss, um and really it's like i technically own a business but it's just me and like i guess like you know I'll, I'll manage the project right so it's like i do like own a business right but it's like it, it's still like to like take that leap is what i guess you're saying like with the podcast it's like you know it wasn't perfect when i took that leap you know 10 months ago um the podcast isn't going to be perfect when I take the leap in a day or a year. Dude, in your you first know, in your first yeah, forty might suck. Be... Your first forty might suck yeah. dick. And everyone's gonna be like, these are fucking yeah. dude, no offense, Cooper. I'm not listening to fucking two hours no of you offense, talking. Dude. You stop, yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> that fucking like I see my analytics. I know how much people watch, but like you know, you just keep doing it and then eventually like the algorithm is designed to put what people want to see in front of it. So you just got to let them find your audience for you. And you just got to produce what you want to produce and put out what you want to put out. But like overthinking is always your, at least in my opinion, I, and very few people should take my advice. Honestly. Do you think, no, 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 no. You can't say that because you, 
this is your job. This is what you do. Yeah, but like, and, and you're you are, but still, like, smart, and you what, are saying a lot of things that make what, sense. Yeah, I mean, they make sense when you say them on on like out loud, and like a lot of these things have worked for me, but it doesn't mean no. They make sense if you when you do them. If you like when you apply them, it's like so. Like if you don't like the only time they don't make sense is when you don't apply them. The only time you know my plan, my business plan doesn't make sense is when I. And fucking up and not applying mm. what I've thought, right? But my plan works for. Well, I guess no. It's the, like you. Do- the thing is that my plan works for go, me go ahead, because I'm a 35 year old man who doesn't mind making an idiot of himself on the internet. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't phase me one way or the other. Yeah, but you have to kind of make an idiot of yourself, right? But like is, other is people, the, the fact is that like other people may not have that tolerance for making an idiot out of themselves. So like they're going to need a different plan, you know? Um, but it's like you can either make an Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Did you forget what I you mean? Like, say? you can either make an idiot of. No, I mean, you can make an idiot of yourself to like people out there, or you can make an idiot of yourself to yourself if you have a dream and a goal that you decide it, it's just too painful to try and achieve. Yeah. But I, I mean,. So like, but it's like some people don't feel that way. I guess. Yeah, so I mean, fine, like, so well, like, some people. You know, I'm not like talking we were to talking like about, the broad. It, it's a it's a weird thing to, because like, you know, uh, I wouldn't like I would just have this conversation with you even if no one was watching. You know what I mean? Like, or if you know, fifty people were yes, trolling exactly. in my in my feed right now and they were telling me, you know, whatever. Like, I'm an attention whore and I like that. So like. Like at the end of the day like just you know uh, there is a i'm a i'm the only child or i'm a i'm the youngest child by 10 years so like having to get attention for myself good. was not easy growing up and so like i figured yeah. out that if i'm just really loud and obnoxious that people will pay attention to me mm-hmm. and so i just kind of took that and ran and now i've now i've <laughs> managed to start a business around it <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think I've been kind of like the opposite. Like I, I love the attention too, for sure. I definitely like know that about myself. Um, but I've been the opposite where like, I've been kind of like quiet, cool, try to be like collected, try to not like get out there in like one, that's like a confidence issue, but two, it's like, you know, I thought that was the way to conduct yourself, but I think to my fault to some extent, you know what I mean? It, it's just like, I, you know, it, it, it's like I've never stuck with anything until I stuck with carpentry, until I stuck with skateboarding. And like, I feel like I can I can honestly say that I would not have stuck with skateboarding if everyone in my neighborhood didn't do it, right? Like, that's why. And that's like, to me, like admitting that, that sucks, dude. It's like, how come I couldn't have stuck with skateboarding? Because I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to put in this hard work. And it's going to pay off one day. And it did pay off, but it like not from my discipline, just because like nobody was doing anything else. All I had to do was skateboard because that's all there. That's all anybody was doing. Right. Um, and, and obviously it's like, I don't give myself enough credit there. Cause there, there is a lot of days where I was like, I want to go skate. And there is periods of time in my life where it's just like, that's all I wanted to do. And, and it still continues. It's like, like ask Rachel ever since like winter has come about, I'm like grumpy as hell. Cause it's like, if I don't skate every week, I'm real upset about it. But that being said, it's just like, I'm also like pretty good at drawing. 
right? But I thought to myself, like as a young man, as a as like a child, that I was like, oh, I'm okay at drawing, but like I thought that you were like born a good artist. In, in the in, in the thing that comes to me, it's like I think of myself as a father when I when I say that, like, and I look at my like past self, my my childhood self, and I and I go like Cooper, like you can do that, you can do whatever you want, and that's what I say to Charlotte. It's like you can do whatever you want, you just have to work hard, right? But it's just like I I had this like, and I still have this little voice in the back of my head going like, ah, that's not for you. Ah, you're not no. Like this isn't you. Like you can't do this. This is for other people, right? And it's just like for some reason that's like my default. Um, don't remember why I brought that up or my point, but I learned, I actually, it's yeah. funny you say that about Charlotte and your daughter. And like, I do the same thing with my son, but like, yeah, I remember, um, when I was like just fresh out of high school, I watched like, I've always been like super into like motivational videos and stuff. And like, um, mm-hmm. I remember there was one and it was like, well, stop giving yourself advice as if you're yourself and give it to you. Like you would give to a child. And like that mind switch that actually works super well. And is one of the things that like I would, I have found like really works well for me because you, you give yourself so much more fucking grace and like so much more positivity. Um, yeah. Like the default, right. Is that to call yourself terrible names and like call yourself an idiot and like, you know, kind of get down on yourself. Like, no, but like maybe that's the reason that I don't care what other people think about me because I'm so hard on myself all the time that like, it doesn't, like nobody else's opinion can even fucking get through the the yelling I'm doing at myself, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, dude. But if it, I found that if I talk to myself, um, like instead of giving myself the advice I would give myself, I'd give the self myself the advice I would give to Wyatt. Like, completely changes right. the way every like everything happens, you know? Like that's really awesome advice. Nick. Even when, Thank even you. when that's awesome. Even when like you're like next time Charlotte's throwing a temper tantrum and you're like, I'm so mad right now. Like all I want to do is send her to her room. <laughs> Just stop yeah. and be like, like what advice do you wish? Like, like what do you wish? How do you wish your parents would have handled this situation when you were acting like this? That that's you how know? I, that's how I parent that's how I try to parent. You know, it's like, obviously we're not perfect. It's like, sometimes you're just like, Jesus Christ. So like, what are you, what are you doing? But like, that's how I try to parent. I try to think back because me and Charlotte are so similar. I think emotionally that like when things like that are happening, I'm, I'm usually pretty good at being like, at, at understanding, like, you know what? Like when I was acting that way, when I was six years old, like this is how I was feeling and this is what I needed. Right. So it's just like, I, I, I do like automatically parent that way, but you're right. Like treating yourself like that. That's that's, there's gotta be something to that. That's, that's a really cool concept. Right. I, I think that, uh, I don't know. I, that's, that's, that's an awesome thought. I like that. This is the, this is the other one that's recently I heard this one and it's stuck with me wicked hard is that like, it only takes one. So if you look at your family tree, one it only takes one branch one person on your family tree to change the rest of that family tree forever mm-hmm. so like it only takes one like you follow like the rockefellers and then it hits john d and then fucking everything gets way better for everybody after that you know what i mean you follow you right. follow the vanderbilt yeah, that said, like, and then it hits cornelius right. and it's like boom now fucking 17 generations from now they don't have to worry about money 
Like it only takes one person. And it doesn't. It, you're right. And it, and then like it doesn't even have to be that drastic. It, like this could be like I, I don't know if this is even a concept. Like, but like we're you know we're talking about like you know emotions and and, and like you know raising you know sons or daughters right and it's just like okay it's like you're that one person like that piece of the puzzle that has changed like say that like cycle of abuse like my you know grandfather he's not with us anymore but like he wasn't a great guy right and and then it's just like you know it's like you're you're you know my father it's like he he's a good man right and he's definitely raised me well and like taught me how to taught me like some really good values in life but he had his troubles too right you know and like and then it's just like that stepping stones of like, okay, it's just like, now there's that, that little tweak, right? It's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, and, and, and not to like put my grandfather down, I'm sure his father was even worse. Right. right? And it's just like, it's these things that like, and you step and you step and you step and you step. And then like, I, I, I really think about like my part in this. I think about like my responsibility and like my part of the chain and it's like, how do I pass on, you know, how do, how do I make it even better? How do I, you know, step up for my father? And it's just like, you know, there's a ton of alcoholism in my family, like, you know, through generations. And it's just like, okay, like, that's not me, you know, anymore. It's like, okay, so like breaking that cycle of alcoholism is now like part of like my legacy. And, and Charlotte can now have like a good role model and a good example. And, and, and hopefully I can achieve some sort of like some sort of like is semblance a word dude? semblance yeah that's a word semblance no semblance yeah like semblance of yeah 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 so uh like a semblance of like this like like how you should conduct yourself like as a human being for my child right um and i just think that's so cool like like you're saying like you know you, you look at the rockefellers and it's like this like huge change right like financial change and that, and that's true too like financial is a big part of that but like emotionally it's just like if you could almost like track that through your family tree would also be such a huge impact which you can't like really track that technically I mean, you, like, can. you can ask you know. i mean if you, if, if you could if you could right like that is, you know, arguably, you know, there might've been somebody in that Rockefeller chain, like maybe one or two back that broke some maybe cycle of abuse or cycle of alcoholism or cycle of some sort of addiction or whatever, or cycle of like mindset that then three later created, boom. Well, it also only takes one, it also, that goes both ways. Like it only takes one person to make the rest of that family tree real shit afterward. To fuck it or up. To, or yeah, to exactly. just completely cut off the it, it goes up and it goes down. Yeah. It goes up and it goes down. And you just got to hope that right. your generation, yeah. like, you're not the one that fucks it up for everybody. You know? Yeah. But even if you, even if you are the one that fucks it up for everybody, or say your kid is the one that fucks it up for everybody, you know, as long as you're trying hard, I don't think you should feel bad about that. I think, like, if you're broke on your deathbed, but you like, you know, hey, man, you know, I gave it a good, gave it a good effort. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. What else could you I do? Mean, I, I definitely think like part part of it is like you know you got to like your grandfather for all of his flaws like maybe he was trying his best you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe his yeah, best and I, just and sucked, I think that I, I think know? that's probably true. right. No, and, and I think that that's that's true to some extent, right? I don't and, know. And like, I don't know anything you know, about I, your family. I, I'm just saying like 
in a in a hypothetical. <laughs> you're like, no, Nick. Like he was he was seriously really bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. But but that being said, and maybe a good like segue is, I don't blame him, and I don't blame. There's part of me that doesn't blame anybody for anything. Okay. Because it's like, yes, people have to take responsibility, but when you think about it, it's just like, like you said, it's like you're in a good spot. We're in a good life. It's like, you you know, say middle-class, you got more food in the fridge. You can feed yourself. Your family's fed. You're warm. Everything's good. You got a good job. You got a podcast, right? It's all good. Um, but one of my favorite lines is I'd be just like you if I was fed the things you're fed. You know, it's just like if you were born into a world of hate, you're going to grow up being a hateful person, almost guaranteed. You know what I mean? So it's just like, unless you find a good role model, it's like you're going to grow up to be, you know, like the people that raised you, right? Especially if they were very adamant on raising you with those hateful values, right? So it's like, I don't blame people for for growing up and like like when you're a child and your wires are are developing and people are filling in those wires like right now so i'm like trying to like i didn't read a lot when i was a kid so i'm reading all the books i was supposed to read in school and right now i'm reading huckleberry finn and like what a fucking dark book i didn't realize that but this i'm i'm at a part of the book where um huck is kind of at odds with himself because he feels like he's he's like aided and abetted the slave and getting away and he's grown up in a world where where like that slave is somebody's property so he's like jim is he trusts me and he's so nice to me and he's my friend but who am i to take him away from you know, the widow is, is this character. Who am I to take him away from her? That's her property. And she, re- she tried to do right by me, right? So he's like, oh my God, he's my friend. And she's, you know, she like, you know, partially raised me and tried to like make me a civilized human being. And he's got this horrible, like, and I'm reading it and I'm like sick reading it. Like, oh, like, Hawk, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Like, just save Jim, but he grew up in this world of hate and he's a child and he just doesn't understand. Right. So my point being is like, we need to give people grace. Everybody deserves grace because you were not, you didn't grow up in a world of hate. So at the the very least, if you're like a, a nice, like say like, you know, liberal person that considers yourself a really good person, which like, I, I think of myself kind of in that way, like kind of like left leaning, like nice kind of thoughtful person. I also like can give somebody that thinks the total fucking opposite of me some grace because I didn't grow up in their situation. I didn't grow up in their life. Right. So that's, that's just how I try to think about it with like everybody, my grandfather, you know, my, you know, the, the, the person, you know, like anybody, somebody who, you know, committed an atrocious crime, murderer, like, I don't know what they've been through. So it's like, I, I can't really 
judge anybody, but you know, it's like you, you can, it's like, it's like, but that being said, it's like, I still think you should kill Hitler if you get the chance, <laughs> not, <laughs> you know, it's like, you still need to destroy the evil people, even though they grow up in a world with it. Yeah. I th- okay. They're still evil people. There is so. <laughs> I do think that there is like, uh, you know, I mean, at some point, regardless of your circumstances, like you have to, there is a decision that needs to be made. Like you either need to change or try to change or realize that there's something wrong or you, all you can do is double down on the, like you can't, you can show people grace, but you also can't excuse terrible behavior forever. You can't excuse the behavior. Like it's, it's one thing to, to say like, um, You know, at at some point you need to, because like no, you know, I feel terrible for kids. And obviously, imagine what a piece of shit I would if I would be if people, if I was like I don't feel bad for kids that are abused, but like obviously I feel terrible for kids that are, I hope nobody takes that out of context. Um, like obviously, like I feel <laughs> terrible for when I, especially after having a kid, you look at people differently. At least I did because it was like yeah. literally. My son was born totally. and I was like every single human being on this planet was literally just like my son at one point, like just this at completely one point defenseless in time. ball of meat that is like completely reliant yes. upon me and my wife for literally everything. Um, like babies for anyone who doesn't know, like you can't leave them alone with a blanket. <laughs> like that's how defenseless exactly. they are. Like they cannot be trusted with a blanket. So like, yeah. Level of hierarchy. It goes baby blanket. Blanket is above baby in the food chain. (laughs) So like that's how literally helpless children are. And like, that's how literally everybody was at one point or another. Now, whether that is like an 87 year old dickhead who like steals your ball when it goes in his yard or like the 35 year old teacher who's like the nicest lady you've ever met. Like they were all defenseless ball of meat at one point, but there does come a point. Like I will extend infinite grace to fucking kids to, especially like teenagers, like being a teen sucks. Like twenties, by the time you hit 30, if you're still an asshole, it's time for you to either fucking start being introspective or I'm going to be an asshole mm-hmm. back. Like, I can't... Like, at oh, some yeah, point, you need, there needs to be a decision made where, like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And if the decision you make is that you want to continue to be like this, then you need to, like... Then people are going to start treating you... You know, I don't have... I don't have that... I don't have the endless sympathy. You know what I mean? Because you you do... You've gotten to a point where you are your own person... Like you've had, you should theoretically at this point have some kind of distance from a situation. Like people in cults fucking get out, you know what I mean? And they fucking escape, you know? Like I feel like at some, at some point you need to be able to look at yourself and you need to make changes. Yeah. And if you don't, then that's on you. There's this really great quote from, um, this TV show justified. And it's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. quotes of all time. And it's, uh, (laughs) if you wake up in the morning and you're on your way to work and you run into an asshole. That guy was probably an asshole. But if you get up in the morning and on your way to work, everybody is an asshole. You're probably the asshole. 
<laughs> and like that's so true you know and i think yeah. that if you aren't able to realize that like you're the asshole then it's not you know at, at some point it stops being your parents fault and it just starts being your fault for not taking I, the steps i am from a place of yes like i agree with you and i would <coughs> never let somebody say walk around town and like be a total asshole without like like say like if you walk by somebody who's just like you know picking on someone right it's like i would never condone that and i would never not stand up for that person but i would leave and i would have i i would you know yes probably be curious with this person and think like you know how could how could they act that way but I think at some point I'd get to the point where, man, I feel so bad for that person to feel like they have to act that way. And I'm not saying I'm not excusing them. I'm just saying that, like, man, if I was a person that felt like I needed to fucking pick on someone less fortunate than me or, or like less strong than me or whatever. Man, like what a shitty existence. That's what I mean. I feel for these people, too. And that's right. And I think that a lot of the time, I think for a lot of people, like just miss that point, right? That it sucks to be. No, them. it definitely does. It sucks to be. It absolutely sucks to be. Them, you know, and like I totally. And honestly, yeah. like the amount of people, I think a lot of it comes down to to like, I very, very, very rarely run into someone that I can't get along with, like extreme, like right. unbelievably rarely. Like even people who I have yeah. really nothing in common with, I can get along with. I like people who other people think are assholes. Like I'm. You know, so like, I, I yeah. do think that that I, people as a whole, like they're good and like they're good people. They want to be mm -hmm. good people. I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and wants to be the bad person. But I think, um, mm. you know, there are those people out there who like. And I don't think the answer is even to confront them or, or anything like that. Like I've in my life, I don't waste my time really doing things like that yeah time like i'm not gonna it's not my job to educate someone um i'm just saying if you see somebody in a situation where it's like somebody that it's obviously not sticking up for them no I, I i don't right? mean in it's a like, situation I, I, like that i just mean like it's not my job to be like hey fucking charlie the reason no one wants to hang out with you is because you're a fucking asshole like i'm just gonna be like yeah hey charlie i'll fucking talk to you later like <laughs> what's, yeah, up, charlie? what's up charlie yeah, oh, can't stop later. gotta talk gotta yeah. go but like, yeah, I guess just my my point is everybody's capable of both, right? It's like everybody could end up the bully if you, you know, just happen to like get a shit hand, right? I feel like the bully has usually gotten a shit hand and has usually been bullied himself. Is all I'm saying. Which I, I guess like it's it's not even it's just like it's not even saying like this this is like what everybody needs to think and feel. It's just like it helps me comprehend like how somebody could be capable. Of like, because I think like if you didn't understand that if I didn't understand how somebody could be capable of like such meanness, I, I'd be I'd probably like really be upset about that. I, I'd probably really let things bother me. But to me, I'm just like, oh, okay, this is just this was just a process. It was just like a thing after a thing after a thing after a thing that just led to a lot of bad things. And I and. And I had a friend, and and I won't I won't like say any names, but I had a no, friend. Say their name. What's with. their address? Uh, <laughs> Let's um, call him. Get him on the podcast. He, <laughs> get him on the line. He was um, a really bad friend 
and I was kind of like, you know, default friends with him because I just, you know, it's like we were, we were friends for so long. Right. So it's just like, and he, and he wasn't nice to me. He, he, he wasn't, um, but anyways, he got into drugs. Right. Um, and eventually ended up getting arrested and, uh, people would send me articles all the time of like this kid I used to be friends with. And like, you know, it, it didn't like people would laugh about it. Like, can you believe it? Like this kid ended up here, like this kid. And, and like, to me, it just made me sad. I'm like, man, like, I hope he finds help. That's all I thought is I hope he finds help. And you know what sucks, Nick, is that like, I, I don't hold a lot of stock in him finding help, but it, it, like, that's the thing that pains me. It's like, man, I wish he could find some help. And, and to me, it's just like, I used to seek out those people and be like, Hey man, I can help you. Like, let me explain to you the, the steps you need, but it's, it's not that simple. Right. It's like, there's a lot of damage done, right. There's a lot of trauma to be unpackaged and like those people need to do the work. And that's, that's just, that's just it. It's like people need to get to a point where like they can do the work themselves. And, and unfortunately it's like, there's just more people that don't want to do the work than, than want to do the work. And, 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 and maybe like, I don't know, maybe they're happy not doing the work and they're content and, and their life's good that way. I am not that way, dude. I need to do the work or I'm, I fall into shambles, you know? Was it ever weird, um, feeling like having conversations like this on the job site? when you work construction oh, i loved it dude i loved it because dude i'd work with all these like old timers that like literally would never they're just they just love giving shit and i love giving shit too i think it's great you know it's like there's there's also that side of me um but man it's like when you bring up therapy to a bunch of like old timer carpenters they're like what am i doing i'm going to tell my you know it's just it's so funny. I really love having conversations with people. And, and and I find that probably like a 50. No, dude, it's honestly way more than 50-50 split. Most people end up wanting to talk. Oh, right? dude, totally. And I think it's this like this longing of like not talking about like your emotions because it's like this like pussy thing to do that like when they get an opportunity, they just roll into it. And most people nowadays, especially, it's like it's getting more and more common where it's just like you can just get into. I mean, I love getting into deep conversations with people at the shop, the plant shop. I don't push it, but like if if I could tell people like are like starting to like open up to me, I'll just be like, "Oh, what do you, what do you think about that?" And then they just like go right, and I'm just like, that is so cool to me when somebody will sit there. And talk to me, a stranger, for 45 minutes about, like, how they're feeling. And I'm just like, man, this is awesome. Like, And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm wasting your time. And I'm like, dude, I got nothing to do here. My wife does the plants. I'm just here to talk to you. <laughs> Stay here as long as you want. <laughs> I have a... Uh, I think it's awesome. I, I, In that situation, like, in those situations, I always find, like, again, like, being the first one, like, breaking... There's this thing that I've always been, like... Whenever I'm in a situation, because obviously I'm very loud, like if we're in a group, <laughs> we're in a group or something, I'll always ask whatever group I'm in. If anyone has any que like any questions they want asked, just let me know and I'll ask the question. I don't, it doesn't bother me to ask the question. Like, I don't mind. Um, but like, I've noticed in like, if you ever are in a, br like any kind of brainstorming session where you're brainstorming with people, like I do this a lot of times with clients where like, 
Um, cause like video, coming up with video ideas for people is very difficult. And like, so what you do is you mm. just, you, you just come up with any idea. You just come up with a bad idea. Right. So I'll just throw out some right. obviously terrible idea that I know they're going to hate. Yeah. And then they'll be like, Oh, I don't like that. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. And then they're like, well, I, well, what if we did it like this? And then like, if you can just, or get the ball rolling and then you can get them, that's how you can like get people to come out and meet you. But like nobody wants mm-hmm. to be like if you talk to someone, you're like, all right, what kind of video, like what kind of what kind of thing are you looking to do? Almost everybody's like, I don't know, what do you think? So like right. rather than yeah, rather than put a lot of thought into it, I just come up with a really terrible idea because it's not gonna like I put out a terrible idea to give them a reason to be like, wow, my idea is not gonna be that bad. <laughs> so like it because then them... you could yeah because you could make a hundred different videos and they're like this isn't what i want exactly because what i'm not going to make the video right. i can't make a video like i can't speak for you like i can't speak for cooper richards if i was going to make my job as a camera and a video videographer is to make to, to tell your story it's not to not yeah. to tell not to tell my story right so like right if you hire me to make a video then i need to know what you want the video to be about because almost always people will right. be like, oh, I don't, you know, you're the professional, you do it. And then I come back to them and it's, you know, my voice is a lot different than a lot of like most people's voices. And so right. they're, I'm going to come back and they're going to be like, that's really fucking weird. They're like there's way too much. So by, gi- by giving them a terrible idea, it gives them the ability, giving them confidence. Yeah. They're like, oh, I could think of a better yeah, what idea. An than that. Idiot. Well, let's, let's what an chat. idiot. You're giving them the confidence. I think that's we cool. don't even have that's a hamster. Really awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna have to buy a hamster. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Someone just uh, someone's doing the 48 hour film festival this year. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I did that. What is it? It's, You're doing uh, it again. They like send guess you... what? You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> they like send you um i don't remember exactly they send you like a prop i think you're supposed to use and they send you like, a premise and you have 48 hours to like cut and put together a whole film i've done that like twice i'm doing it i'm doing it now when do i do it when do i start let's do it you want to be on my team <laughs> uh yeah when it yeah just just get me on the schedule dude i gotta get you on the schedule for sure All right. hold on one second you just be entertaining for a minute i gotta go to the bathroom Okay, cool. I think, um, oh no. Hey there. I'm supposed to be, I'm actually by myself right now. Um, my wife just walked in. Um, Nick went to the bathroom and he told me to be entertaining. Yeah, so here I am being entertaining, talking about my feelings, and, uh, waiting for Nick to get back. Um, so I drew this. This is a logo for my company. Um, trying to get Dave Shoemaker to make it nice, nice, because I'm a bad artist, but there's that for the two people that are listening. Um, pretty good. Um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I was I was a little bit entertaining for like half of the time you were gone. I know I came back here, um, your hands are just over your mouth. That's not entertaining. I was like, God damn. 
You fucked up. I was doing one of these. I got a little scared. Uh, my wife walked in the door, so I was just. Uh, now we're here. I'm glad you're back, though. I was really felt like I was uh, floating. My around. buddy Chris thinks you that your logo is awesome. Oh, thank you, Chris. Yeah, I showed people a picture. So I have kept you now for an hour and a half. So we're gonna move into the final segment, or maybe not. This is the right, second to la- this is actually the second to last segment. Um, okay. <coughs> I'm trying to check my battery. I can't see it because I'm on Zoom. Okay. And I don't want to mess up the conversation. Okay. I just want to make sure that I'm not. Go ahead. Check it. All right. All right. What does it say? I'm going to go get my charger. Okay. All right. So, um, Chris, who's Connor? First of all, Connor can join my team. Cooper. His name's Cooper, not Connor. <laughs> oh, is it not in New Hampshire? Chris, fucking DM me so that you can get my phone number. DM me on Instagram so you can get my phone number. And yeah, dude, let's make a team. Let's do this. I'm t- 100% down to make a film in the in 48 hours. So just let me know and we will absolutely do it. If you, sh- if you shoot me a DM... Uh, we're friends on Facebook or Instagram, so feel free. Dude, your computer's so dirty, Cooper. Oh, my God. You just flipped your camera around? Um, hope we lost him. Yeah, dude. It's it's on site. Um, Did you lose me? It's on site? Like, we got to... Aha. It's on site? No, it's on site all the time, so it's just there's dust everywhere. Oh, I thought you meant, like, and it's on site. Like, stays. if you see me, it's on site. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last segment. Go. Ah, Nick, did I mess it up? Or are nope, we good? we're good. I'm just, I'm just setting up my, right, setting cool. up my 48 hour team. <laughs> um, my wife came in and she said, "Oh wow!" And then she says, "Actually, I'm not surprised you're still talking." Hi, Rachel. Nick says hi. All right, so now. So one thing that not many people know is that Cooper mm-hmm. loves Westerns. <laughs> Fun fact about Coop. So I got a list of old timey cowboy slang and I'm going to run through them and I'm going to see if, if Cooper can guess how many of them he can guess. And if he is successful, then he will win. <laughs> One of these uh, old Nick Sands for Town Council, elect Nick Sands for Town Council T-shirts. So it's a big, it's a big prize on the line. This is a big prize. If I don't win, I'm gonna break into your house and take it. If you it. don't win, you can have the shirt anyways. But um, <laughs> I actually owe. No, dude, I already, I'm already planning. I owe you another. I owe, I owe you another shirt. Uh, but you just have to wear it if you ever do anything like bad and get caught. Okay. Like I need the exposure. Okay, sounds good. I will. All right, so I figure we'll just do. Let's do. Uh, let's do. Let's do fifteen. Can you? Can you? How many can you get out of fifteen? I need. A, I should have. I did not prepare for this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready? 
Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna start you off. I'm gonna start you off with a uh, an easy one. Okay. Um. Let's see here. What do you think in old timey cowboy speak? Wobbling jaw means. Wobbling jaw. To have a wobbling jaw. Somebody that talks shit all the time. I'm gonna give it to you. It's talk too much. But I'm gonna give it to you because I feel like much. I feel like that I feel like that counts. So I'm gonna give it to you. So all right. ding. Lucky. Ding. I would say that's lucky and also <laughs> also that was an easy one. So let's um Oh boy. Let's uh let's move up the list. What do you think an odd stick is? An odd stick. Odd stick. Jeez. Odd stick. Um, it might be sexual. It might not be though. It might not be. <laughs> it might not be. It might not be. I think you kind of throw me off there. An odd stick. Um, that is for sure, hundred percent. I wish this was like uh, who wants new money? And I had like four choices on the bottom of the If you want, here. you can ask Rachel. Since you can I ask Rachel if you want. You can have. No, she definitely doesn't okay. know. Okay, you can ask your neighbor if you not want. To be rude. If you want to go phone a friend yeah well not you can go knock on your neighbor's door and ask them that's the my neighbor is so much like uh, cooler than i am i think if i ask him a western question he'd just like laugh me off his doorstep Why, westerns are cool um, as fuck anyone who doesn't think westerns are cool is wrong so mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think so too but i i don't know if we're all right. Can I? Can you repeat the question? What, all right. So, what does in old <laughs> old timey Western slang? What is an odd stick? Is it a gun that doesn't work? It is not. An odd stick is an eccentric <laughs> person. Use as an example, old Farmer sense. Jones sure is an all odd right. stick. So that's a fail. So big F on that that's one. A fail. <laughs> all right so we're one and one that's good um that's pretty good let's see here <laughs> some of these are some of these are so ridiculous chew gravel what do you think chew gravel means chew gravel chew gravel if, if, a, if a cow poke was to chew gravel If a cow poke was to chew gravel. Nick, dude, is this website like, like legit? Are you? I feel I can't answer any questions about the website <laughs> because I feel like you're gonna try and find it. So I'm not gonna. I, I would never do that. I, would I never can't. Do that. This is a legit. This is a legit website that I found this on. A cow poke. It was, was the number one. Gravel. Just to be Fall clear, off the horse. Fall off the horse. How did you get that? How did you fucking get that? I can't believe you got that. It just came to me. It came to me. I can't believe you got that. I didn't think there was any way you were going to get that. I was trying to build up. I'm trying to. All right. I'll tell you what I was trying to do. But since apparently it's not going to work anyways. I was going to try and get a bunch like of hard ones in a row. So that way, like to to make the odds. You know what I mean? I can't believe you just got that. That's all right. Keep going. Keep going. Um. Hmm. 
Barking at a knot. Barking at a knot. This is oh, actually, this is and it's not K O N A T K N O T like which you will probably recognize as being from wood. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, barking at barking a at knot. A knot like N O T. Yeah, barking at a knot. Could be um, sexual. <laughs> could be. Could, <laughs> barking at a knot. Could not be. Um, barking at a knot. Cowboy. Let's say you're a just knot. a lonely old cowpoke out on the trail. And you see a barking guy a and you tell him that they're barking at a knot. What are you, what is, what's going on? Barking at a knot. Um, barking at a knot on the trail. You see a guy. They're barking at a knot. They are. Oh, I feel like I just gave you a hint on accident without thinking about it. Oh, man. I feel like I'm waiting for it to come to me. Like Yeah, like fucking chewing, chewing gravel, gravel did. <laughs> Barking at a knot. So they are. They're they're coming at you, but they shouldn't be coming at you. They're 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 barking up the wrong tree. They're barking. I'm going a tree again and not K N O T. Doing uh, doing something no? useless, wasting your time, trying something impossible. Ah, okay, all right, all right, all right. I thought they were like talking smack and like you better not. You automatically but, okay. you keep all going right. to talking smack. You think cow? You seem to think cowboys are very aggressive. They are very aggressive, dude. Are they? Maybe some of them. Some of them are probably nice guys. Boy, you're all about extending grace to people unless they're fucking cowboys. And then all of a sudden, they're all bad, aggressive people. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny, dude, because, yeah, dude, I, like, we were talking about Rambo the other day. I'm, like, watching that movie all fired up, and then I'm this, like, sensitive little bitch, you know? So it's Well, that's what movies like that, they they give you the opportunity to, to feel those feelings that, you know? You can be both. You can be both. Go ahead. Hold on. Hit me again. Hold on one second. What do you think acknowledge the corn means? Acknowledge the corn. Now there's like four things that this could be that and I'll let you I'll I'll accept any of them. Acknowledge the corn? Acknowledge um, the corn. C-O-R-N. I think acknowledge the corn means like, you know, like look at the, look at the small details. Admit the truth, confess a lie or or acknowledge an obvious personal shortcoming. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Taking an L on that one. Taking an L on that one. It's okay. It's okay. You're 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 two and three right now. You're doing pretty good. We're still we're we're not bad. We're not bad. This is my favorite, and I want to start using this one in my everyday (laughs) life. Above snakes. Above. If a person is above snakes, what does that mean? They're an honest man. It means that they are still alive. 
Damn, dude. But isn't that a cool saying? Yeah, that's pretty great. Like you wake up in the morning and you're above snakes. Definitely going to start working that in here and there. Above snakes. I'm going to write it down. Are you are you really writing it down right now? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Get it. I have like scattered papers all over me all the, all around me all the time because I just I do that. I'm the same write way. Write stuff down. I'm the same way. Yeah. And then I don't actually write on any of them because for some reason in my mind like I need my like notebook to be like really perfect. So then like huh. if I fuck up, like I always do journaling. I've always wanted to journal, but I can never get like a routine on it. So then like if I miss a couple days, I feel like I just need to start a new journal. Um cr- I have I have this journal, right? Okay. It's like I write in pretty regularly, but then I have all these loose pieces of paper <laughs> that are also my journal. All right. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Char- so Charlotte. You're gonna die, and like she's just like in a hundred years, and she's just gonna like come into this giant room full of like loose leaf paper. She's gonna have to go through. You can share. Just burn. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be like, just throw it out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just burning. <laughs> crowbait. What is crowbait? Not probate, probate, not probate. I thought you said probate. No, that's not a probate. cowboy slang term. That's a normal <clears throat> slang. I think that's just a normal term. I don't even think that's a slang term. Crobate. Yeah, I think it's like a medical term. <laughs> I think it's um, a, I think pretty sure it's a law term. <laughs> um, <laughs> prostate. Probate. I think prostate is the word you were thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does sound like anally involved that word probate or um, probate probate yeah uh probate could be is, it could uh, be anally involved probate <laughs> is uh like probate is uh when one of the animals drops dead on the farm it is a derogatory term for a poor quality horse. All right. I'm wrong, but I'm going to say that I was kind of I mean, you, on, you on I the, will say that on I was barking up the right you were, tree. You were you were you were chiseling at the old knot as they say. No, that's not the saying. Yeah. What the hell is it saying? <laughs> barking at the wrong knot. Something like that. All right. Um so you're five, you're five to two right now. You were doing so good at, after you got fucking. You were doing so good. Um, let's see here. I did. I did always want to be like the old school carpenter that has all the good saying. So this is like a good. Start I'll send to this my, to you because this there's actually you know? uh, eighty three of them. We're only doing fifteen of them. I'm gonna give you a layup <laughs> to build your confidence a little bit. What is a varmint? A varmint is like a problem critter. <laughs> I feel like critter is just like another slang term. It's a wild, it's a, it is a problem critter or a bad man. You would also have accepted a bad man. Varmint? Yeah, you yeah, goddamn okay. varmint. <laughs> uh, too much mustard. What does it mean when one has too much mustard? I say too much cheese on it when I like overdo something. Um, too much mustard would be like would be like could be sexual. 
remember <laughs> too much mustard uh w- yeah it would be like like trying too hard a braggart a man who a man who brags too much all right all right, all right. i would like to just so try and not try and not hard enough just to just to over overconfidence yeah to yeah just to, overconfidence uh, oh actually um Chris, Chris, actually, one of the people in our chat, they guessed the same thing as you. So close, but no cigar this time. I should have told you this earlier, but if you wanted to join the chat, you can just open up like YouTube on your phone and then you can see the chat. I should have told you that earlier. Um, That's okay. Okay. So you're not doing great. You're six to three right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I would like to say that, that, that you came into this with no... That I did not forewarn you. Right. And you can yeah, still win. I think you, I think you can still win. So six. If I yeah, if I really Yeah. So you're at nine. Get after 10, it. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So you could still you could still win. Pull ahead. Lickety split. Lickety split. Lickety split is like prompt quick. That is correct. That's a W. That was Thank you. That's for that. a, that's a, oh no! Don't thank me. That's I didn't do that on purpose. What do you think? This is a good one, and another one that I'm going to work into my normal vocabulary. I've been reading these all week, thinking about how funny this was going to be, and how I could make it funnier. Um, and I was going to do like this whole thing where I printed them all out and then like had a reveal, but then I decided not to. Um, and by decided not to, I mean I procrastinated it for too long and then didn't get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> a 10 cent man a 10 cent man 10 cent man is um uh like a like a really special guy really good guy on the on in the, in the on the on the saddle a small narrow-minded trifling man is the answer so oh, that's the exact opposite <laughs> i thought 10 cent i was thinking back to like you know, old last times, like 10 cents, dude. Not. That's a lot of money. Why, why would you call somebody a 10 cent man? Maybe they only have money on the brain. Maybe it's not that. Maybe that's, maybe you're not doing your math correctly and that wasn't that much money. A 10 cent man? I think it, I think it was, dude. I don't know, but you want to know? Listen to, listen to. Dude, you want to? Friggin'. Uh, dude, you want to hear something that fucked yeah, with me don't. the other day? Let me just, hold on, we're going to take a break here on number 7, 8, yeah. 9, 10, 11. We're on number 11 right now, so you have four more chances to not fuck this up. Um, the other day, uh, someone pointed out to me that every, like, if you look at, uh, fucking Chris, Chris keeps calling you Connor. He didn't realize, he thought your name was Connor, not Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Most people he do. He just put pork. They, they call me Connor, and they spell it copper. <laughs> <laughs> The copper is also cool. That man. is wicked cool. Copper Richards, that's a fucking cool. That name's cool as shit. That's a sick, that's dude. a Wild West name right there. Um, <laughs> What's up, copper? So, um, I was gonna actually ask you questions about barrels, but then I because like woodworking and also a cooper oh, yeah, is a dude, barrel maker. I don't have any, but that was like yes. what I was gonna do originally. But then I was like, I feel like that joke is too much of a layout. I feel like it's too obvious. I'll I'll, I'll I I will just say that i always 
please tell me you always wanted to be a barrel maker. Like, well, I do love Cooperage. I love it. I love the thought of it. I do follow Coopers online. I, I do think it's like an awesome thing to be a good Cooper. Um, and I've always wanted to like one day do that so I can be Cooper the Cooper. You should. You absolutely and, should. And that's all I have I like, to say I think about it's that. cool that Coop- one of these one of these days. Coopers used to also be the surgeon in town. So like in an old timey town, the Cooper was the surgeon as well as being the barrel maker. Because they had the Wait, so you're saying that because they're barrel makers, they're also the surgeon? Yes. Because surgery okay. used to mean cutting off limbs and they were the ones mm-hmm. who had saws. <coughs> right. That makes sense. Did you know that uh, yeah, that um, barbers are still technically barbers? They can still um, pull teeth in New Hampshire. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you have a barbering That's license, awesome. you can technically pull teeth legally in New Hampshire. That's I would cool. not. And you, I would not suggest going to a barber and asking them to pull your teeth. But I'm gonna. Can, I, I would suggest theory. going to Tonic Barbershop and asking Cam Panette to pull your teeth. Do it. That's what I would suggest. I would, you know what? He's my barber. In hindsight, I, I would also. I, I would also suggest that. <laughs> um, yes. We, we go to we go to American Barbershop so, yeah. in Derry, um, because oh, Lady really? Candy is so good with my son that she's like the absolute best, and I can't recommend her more to anybody. Um, I'm sure I your guy's great too, though. To I'm sure your guy's great I, too. I get my I get my haircut like twice a year. So I drive to. Um, I just kind of let nature cut my hair, as you can see. Gosh, gosh as you can see, I'm just kind of letting nature do do its thing up there. Um, but anyways, so the other day I learned that, or like I guess I didn't learn it, but I thought about it for the first time the fact that like my so my mom's grandmother was alive at the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. She was born in like 1900. Right. So that's not even uh, that. Uh, like, uh, I met yeah. that lady when I was a baby. Yes. Fucking one, like, one lady before that was like cowboy times. And they were around for the Civil War. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. That's like not even that's that long amazing. ago. That's not long ago. I think about this all the time. And there's a good movie with Matthew McConaughey funny sentence i know <laughs> but um <laughs> um no there's a great movie with matthew mcconaughey um i forget the name of it so i good. always forget you're the name so of it. good it's, you forgot you forgot to get the title listen to me <laughs> listen to me <laughs> it, it's <laughs> I literally my favorite it's movie someone... but i don't know the name of it <laughs> no 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 the literally i walked into my father-in-law's living room he was there. He goes, oh, I just started this movie. It's pretty good. And I sat down and watched the rest of it with him, and it was awesome. I never got the name. Anyway, great movie because it shows the Civil War, and then it shows the 1950s in in the very end of the movie. And it's like this amazing, like, oh, my God. That is so close. It's this. It's just the coolest like transition of time I've ever seen in a movie. And if I had the name, I'd tell Chris to look at it. 
Chris is the only one who stuck with us this whole time, and we appreciate him. Um, Thank you, Chris. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's wild. Uh, so, like, I think it's like it's not that many generations ago. It's like it's like if you you can measure time in years like we do, but that's deceptive with when you should measure it in generations when you're thinking about like time mm. passing. He doesn't know what movie, Chris. He forgot. He never learned the title. <laughs> I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, you're supposed to. You should measure like time generationally because it gives you a better understanding of like when things happen. But yeah, dude, like four generations yeah. ago. That's fucking nuts. That's right. And then, like, it if you think about nuts. the jump from like the Civil War, they just developed that fucking the like Gatling gun, and then you go jump to like World War One. And then by yeah the Civil War then you hit the World War Two and we have nukes like what the fuck happened yeah <laughs> yeah you know what's funny too is thinking about World War Two how we we had seven battleships America I think it was seven and 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 uh, do you know who John Pearl Paul Harbor, jo- like, do you know who like, John Paul Jones is Uh no he, I know that he was the first uh he was the <laughs> he was the first. Free state of Jones. That's yep. Anyway, go okay. ahead. Free state of Jones is the movie I'm guessing. Yes. Oh wait, you know what? I think anyway. I did see that. Yeah, I think I did see that. It's really good. And don't they have to like defend the town from? Or am I thinking of something else? Was it? Anyways, whatever. John Paul Jones was a fucking anyway. admiral. I think I think he was the first admiral for the American um, Navy during the American mm-hmm. Revolution, and George mm-hmm. Washington get, appointed him as like the first. I want to say it was admiral, but I'm not 100 percent positive on his actual rank. Free State of Jones. I'm writing it down. Um, and he was just like, all right, and then so they had stolen a ship from the British, and then he just took that ship and would just went over there. And just fucked him up for like the most powerful neighbor in the world. And he was just running around drunk, fucking burning their ships. Yeah, like they all were. Privateering and stuff. Yeah. Hilarious. But like, Amazing. how American? So American, dude. Hit me with some more uh, Wild West questions, dude. All right, so I'm let's feeling, let's go. Now that, we, now that we've given you a little break, I felt like you were your confidence was a little shook. <laughs> This isn't Stop this is an easy one for anyone know, who knows anything about the cowboy life. So let's see how much of a cowboy you really are. Uh, sh- prairie, prairie coal, prairie coal. <laughs> you should be able to get this. Like, you should be able to get this. I'm going to give you a hint. Prairie, don't give I'm going to give you a hint. Let me just give you a little hint. On the prairie, there's no trees to burn. For fire. Yeah, so they burn cow pies. So do you think that that's maybe what it is? Could be sexual if you want to change your answer. <laughs> cow pies. Okay, you are correct. Prairie coal is in fact <laughs> cow pies used to build used to build fire. So, I honestly did, I wasn't positive or, you would get I wasn't or, positive you would get that or hint. Buffalo. Uh, it's fucking a buffalo. It's when you fuck a buffalo. Buffalo too. <laughs> when you fuck a buffalo. You fuck a buffalo. 
<laughs> I've only done that once, so I'm not familiar with the term. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a term for it. Yeah. Um. What? <laughs> a ba- a bear sign. Bear sign. Oh, you're asking you a bear, bear sign? sign? No, that's that's the term. What's a bear sign? A bear sign. You're never going to get this one, I hate to tell you. It is a dead antelope. A dead deer. A dead... It is a... Do- it's donuts. <laughs> What Donuts. It? What was the phrase again? Bear sign. Bear sign. Hmm. Weird. That's crazy. That is weird, but I know that people who hunt bears will bring, they'll bait them with with donuts. So I wonder what it is. Yeah. I wonder why. Because uh, bears are scavengers. So they'll eat anything. I know, but that seems like a, that seems like, like a really fucking weird. That seems like a really weird. I'm not gonna count that one. I'm not a, gonna count a, that one. We're gonna do another one. That's a. That one was impossible. I don't feel like anyone could have bought, got that. <laughs> it's donuts. Fucking idiot. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You must feel so stupid. <laughs> you must feel so Are you fucking even a stupid. You said you were a cowboy. No, I am a Yankee that pretends. Super proud of that, though. You I feel know, like there were Yankees. No, I don't. Pretty- I feel like there were cowboy Yankees, right? That's- I mean, I mean, like, it I could think be like we're talking west. Yeah, it's not really like because I don't. I don't, the South isn't the West. You know what I mean? So like, it's kind of its own thing. At yeah. least from my what yeah. the way I always thought of it. I could be wrong. What the fuck do I know? For sure. Um, I've been to like four states in my life. Um, Me too. fit to be tied. Fit to be tied. Fit to be tied. Fit to be tied. It to be tied. A really nice cow. No. Very, very angry. Very angry. You are currently (laughs) fit to be tied. All right. Very angry. Really? Very angry. Fit to be tied. Fit to be tied. All right. I'm in. Okay. I can't believe you got two gravel. (laughs) <laughs> that one's easy dude I feel like I've heard that before but not as a cowpoke um let's see here a lick and a promise this is how I live my life <laughs> I have a seat of your pants <laughs> a, a lick and a promise could be sexual could be this one actually is not sexual. I'll just I'll give you a hint. It's not sexual. It sounds sexual. It sounds like the most sexual one. No way. What about fucking? What about what about the corn one? Definitely sounded the most sexual. I think. A lick and a promise. Yeah. This is like acknowledge the corn lick. sounds way more sexual than a lick and a promise. All right. A lick and a promise. I don't know is... how you have sex, but. <laughs> There's a lot of licking. You're gonna, have, licking. You're gonna have to trust me that the corn one definitely <laughs> is much more. 
totally. I don't know. I've only had sex once. Um, I mean, to be fair, is, if that's uh, true, then you had your then you had your daughter, so it's probably just too expensive. You know, it's too expensive. <laughs> it's just like I'm yeah. done with nope, that. Not dude. doing that again. That's crazy. I'm too potent. They got to keep me locked up. <laughs> Do you know who Tenacious D is? Yeah, they have dude. like they used to introduce themselves, and they would be like, "This next band is so potent." That if you're ovulating, <laughs> if you're ovulating, you should leave the room because you might get pregnant. Uh, but anyways, a lick, a lick, a lick and a promise. All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna go a lick and a promise. I feel like you is, should know this. Uh, this is like a pretty. I feel like this is still like kind of a standard term. I've never heard this term. Never heard this term. A lick and a promise is when. You fuck, dude. That I really don't have any idea. A lick and a promise is when you like a like a handshake agreement. It is to do something haphazardly. Okay. Yeah, dude. I said see to your pants at the beginning. You did, and, and then I you felt fun, like then you I didn't was, follow through on it. I, I, I said see to your pants, and then I like try, was trying to read you because it, like, it wasn't a, fucking, a real answer. I'm a, like, I'm a, I'm a brick. <laughs> I can't fucking, you're not getting anything out of me. I can tell. You should have gone with your gut. That's yeah. like some cowpoke anyway. shit. You should have gone with your gut, dude. When I said licking a promise, I was thinking of like, <clears throat> I don't know what that know? even means. Like you lick your hand and like shake, you know, like a spit shake. I don't. Is that what you guys do in carpentry? I've never done that. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like a. You're like, like maybe a, that's why I haven't been getting calls back. Maybe that's why I haven't given get any calls. <laughs> They're like, do you have a contract? I'm like, just a just a lick and a promise. <laughs> Sign the contract, I big guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway next let's go right. i know i lost already but i'm gonna i'm gonna try all right to i'm gonna myself. give so this next one you could lose it all if you get this, this one if one. you get this one i'm gonna let you fucking continue until you miss so you can <laughs> still you can still pull it out all right best bib and tucker best bib and tucker dude Bib and Tucker is a whiskey, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. Best Bib and Tucker. I bet you this is why they named the whiskey that. Definitely. Um, I know you're not a drinker, but great whiskey. Uh, best Bib and Tucker is uh, like your best soup. Like your, you put on your best That clothes. is correct, my friend. Did it. Boom. You're like half a cat. You're oh. like half a cowboy right now. You like put on your fucking dance yeah. boots. Well, don't get well. Don't get start yeah. getting overconfident. Okay, you still gotta answer fucking five four one. I only know about the I only know about the dancing boots because my brother uh, wears cowboy boots. And he has like a work pair and like a good. You're pair. getting too much mustard you know. right now. You gotta fucking. <laughs> All right, let's go. Oh. All right. Yarn the hours away. Yarn the hours away. Yarn the hours away. Yarn the hours away. 
Um, Beyond the Hours Away mm-hmm. is ob- is obviously when you are doing like tedious work. Unfortunately, like it is telling your- stories. It is telling stories, my friend. All right, I you lost. lost. I you lost. lost. That's okay. But I'm man enough. I'm man enough to that's admit insane, that, dude. dude. That's that's all that really matters. At the end of the day, because you're man enough to admit that, I'm still gonna give you the shit. Hey, dude, this 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 is full circle, right? Because you know, here we are. I'm at the end of you know. I came in strong, telling you I love westerns. You shut me down in front of Chris, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna let it go, dude. I'm just going to let it go and I'm going to live my life. That's good. No, that's good cuz you did really bad. And so I would hate for this to I would hate for this to 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 uh eat at you. Do would you have known what a scratching I, I, what a scratching rake is? A scratching rake? It's not sexual. Wait, like a like a scratching they rake. They call it it's the, like no, a, that's the term, a scratching like a rake, rake to itch your back. It's a, it's a term for a comb. Scratching rake. Yeah, dude. I have one more thing to say to you about okay. uh, Western-related questions. I actually think that you did a really good um, job, and I just want you to know that. Robert Redford, I think timeline-wise, okay, like, is probably Brad Pitt's grandfather. <laughs> Has anybody made that connection? That's a, that's a very bold statement. I think. <laughs> no, I, I'm... I'm pretty sure <laughs> because <laughs> because they look the fucking same. His mom's dude. like, that's definitely not that's definitely not true. <laughs> yeah, it's like Chris and Brad Pitt's mom is listening yeah. right now. <laughs> and and your like, neighbor. I did not. And your neighbor. And my neighbor. Who was the other person we said was no, listening? No, but yeah. Like, remember Redford? Go ahead. Go ahead and put on. You know, I'm, lo- I'm uh, looking it up right now. Put on Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and tell me that Robert Redford isn't like the spitting image of Brad Pitt in the 60s. No, he definitely, they definitely look a lot alike. I can see where yeah. you would think that. Um, yeah. And they, they have the same mannerisms, dude. And like they're both just as cool as each other. Is the big dude? One. Honestly, I think Paul Newman is so fucking cool that anytime he's in a movie, I literally don't care about anybody else in the movie. It it outshines, I just, but I, but I I just so think that Robert Redford is. I think Robert Redford is equally as cool in a different way. I mean, he is, but there's just like Paul Newman. I just think he's the fucking man. Have you ever seen The Sting, dude? That that. And not only is he the man, but he also then was like, you know what? I'm just going to take all of my money and then I'm going to start all these fucking companies that just give it all away to poor people and like help people. That's amazing. He's just the man. Yeah. Like Newman's own. That last scene. Newman's own. That's all I kept thinking about. He was like, how can I help poor people like get good food? Like that. And then so and then all. So he did that. So he makes affordable, healthy food for that like people can get even if they're poor and then he takes whatever proceeds they get he gets it all from local farmers and then he takes whatever proceeds he gets and gives it away it's fucking amazing he's a stand-up guy he's handsome i think he's the man he's funny i fucking love him in the last the last scene of butch cassidy and the sundance kid when he says man 
good thing I thought we were in trouble for a second <laughs> is like I don't know I don't remember a time where I like had so much joy and after Paul Newman said that I'm just like Jesus Christ this is the such best, a great dude. line and I'm like there's two minutes left and you just like love you know like this is the end of the movie and you're just like I'm so glad this is the end of the movie because I think movies I get into argument arguments with my wife about this all the time I think they give you too much these days because people like want it so bad i love movies that end on like you know you say you just whatever the movie is to you that's what that that's what that ending means right and, and i think that like directors a lot of times just lately just give up too much you know they're like oh here's the end like jk rowling at the end of harry potter when there's like that whole extra chapter that doesn't need to be there about like harry potter and it's like family like jk stop dude the ending already happened I could have stopped reading the book. I'll probably never read that last chapter ever again. You know? That's where I'm at with that. I, uh, the ending of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. So, spoiler alert. Uh, even though this movie came out in like the 70s. Um, <laughs> is literally the best, in my opinion, is the best movie ending of all time. And Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is arguably the best movie of all time. Like, Tombstone is my, Dude, favorite. I agree. I, is my favorite movie ever. Then, like, Hook. Yeah. With Robin Williams is, is like another one of my absolute <laughs> favorites, yeah, and then classic. but only because I thought I thought Rufio was like the fucking coolest person for way too long, um, but mm-hmm. then Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid like easily top five, but that ending, where like I think that that endings in movies oftentimes are like too happy, and like they yes. don't reflect like reality life and like that like but at the end of that movie when fucking robert redford and paul newman and like you said he fucking they like they're like oh good i thought we were in trouble and then you know that they're going out there's the army the mexican army is there waiting for them dude and they're fucking yeah venezuelan venezuelan army sorry the venezuelan army is waiting out there (laughs) and they come out and then it freezes you hear all the shooting you know that the like the likelihood of them making it is yeah, super low never zero because you can never count out butch cassidy and the sundance kid <laughs> that's right but you, but dude for them to like i don't know for them to die that way like i like we were talking a little bit about like man shit earlier like there's literally no other there's no better way to die you know what i mean like if you gotta die yeah fucking let yeah. it be in a blaze of glory in a, in you know? a blaze of glory dude my favorite part about that scene and I feel like in the 60s to like add this touch to a movie is so cool when Robert Redford reaches over and wraps Paul Newman's hand to like hold the pistol because he was shot. And I'm just like, that is so fucking cool. What a what a just like they didn't need to do that. Like whoever was just like, hold on. Let's have him like tie it to his hand with a piece of fabric because he can't hold it because he's so full of holes. Like that's amazing, dude. What? A, that was just that was everything. I mean, yeah. that just one little detail. Love that. Unbelievable movie and just an unbelievable that those act both those actors. If you if you like them as a combination, the Sting, they did the Sting, which is a much lighter movie. It's about like a con, um, mm-hmm. and it's wicked good. It's not as good as Butch Casting the Sundance Kid, but if you ever get an opportunity to watch the Sting, definitely watch it. Um, they definitely will. But yeah, those those two together were fucking magic. Paul Newman and Robert That's Redford true. by themselves were both magic. But like, there's something about that movie. I could watch that movie a thousand times and never get sick of it. It's just like 
Right. Um, when when they're like when they're with the the girl whose name I can't remember, and like yeah, dude, and Etta. like Butch Cat, like they're all obvious, like so obviously all three of them are in love, like but just in different yeah, ways. Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like yeah. like yeah. even though even though like um like Butch Cassidy, Paul Newman, he's not with this woman like he's obviously like a part of their family like almost like it was never a question of it's like they're a weird family. yeah and it like not in a sexual way though like you don't think that they're gonna have sex right like it's more like it's more like um it's more like sundance is like well if you want me then you have to like accept that like this he's just part of the package mm. like they're just a family I, you know I, it, kind of Kind of, it's like that. It's so it like makes you feel uncomfortable for like a minute, and then you're just like, oh, like he really cares about her. Yeah, see, I never felt I uncomfortable I about it. it. it I, f- I always felt like I think when I, I was felt probably younger for a minute. I'm like, this is a little weird. I like I think when I was younger, before I like I had female friends, I probably yeah. like would have felt that way. But like once you, I feel like once you have like like because I have friends who are women who are just like don't you feel like paul newman and her are like in love though like they're essentially in love like she says that thing about um about like do you think if maybe we ran into each other first like we'd be involved he's like well we are involved look at this here like you're on my bicycle yeah <laughs> you know it's like that's like like they're they're both kind of in love too yeah no they and he's like the su- the sweet one right so it's like I don't know. No, I, I never. I. It's a, it's interesting. I didn't feel like, I felt like the the bond was, it was more like uh like Robert Redford's character being like you know if you want to be with me like he comes along with the deal almost like, or mm. like almost like That's the fair. two almost like they're and not in a negative way, like not as like an ultimatum but just like, you yeah. know I love you but like I love that's I love what, him and he's my best friend and my my fucking my you know my brother yeah right. you know that's what i'm gonna start telling people about you every new person that comes around yeah you you want to be with me dude next part of the deal gotta fucking go with nick gotta go with nick <laughs> he's the butch to my sundays <laughs> yes and then i the other thing Very i like is that so. also both characters are so likable but in so so different ways such different ways Right. If anyone's wondering why we're talking yeah. so much about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, we were just like, I had said, uh, I had told Cooper to watch it, and that way if we ran out of something to talk about, we could talk about it, but it's just such a good movie, and I knew yeah. Cooper loved loved Westerns, so. Yeah, I really was only into the modern Westerns, really. Like, I, I did watch a lot of the old ones with my father, and I obviously love Jersey Wales, because that's a classic. Um, but, um, like, True Grit and uh, Power of the Dog, and like um uh sisters brothers have you seen yep. those yeah just awesome awesome movies i i think like the the spin power on of the like, dog all the, was, like the ending the power of the dog was like kind of i don't know it was cheesy it was but in a good way i really liked it i thought it was really good but i didn't i honestly didn't see it coming um i i don't i don't think i saw it coming and i thought it came fast like thought- way faster like, cause I thought I was thinking right before the end, I was like, "There's got to be another kind of a short movie, right?" In this, yeah. So, so the thing I felt about it is like that's another one of those endings. 
that I wasn't super satisfied with because I feel like they they like gave it to you. They they like showed you all their cards. Yeah, they wrap like, it up. Go, they wrap it, it up neatly in a little package and give it to you. They wrap it up neatly, and that's one thing that I have a problem with that movie. But the, but um. All in all, good movie. But there's fun no to watch. like this is what I say to my wife all the time. I'm like, not as fun as Rambo. There's two, no first, movie Ram, that Rambo first would, play too. There's no movie that is better that wouldn't end better if the main character died at the end. Like every movie, and I feel like <laughs> I, I get that. I feel like that I get one. that because Butch Cassidy was in the Sundance Kid. It was such a good ending. But like, there's really yeah. no movie where if the main character dies at the end, it's literally not a better movie. Hmm. What example? Name. Give me a movie. I don't know. Oh, you're saying like like there's no movie. Okay. Um, Harry Potter, dude. The dude, fact ima- that he survived, dude. Imagine made that. Imagine movie. if at the end of Fight Club, Edward Norton and Marla Singer at the end of Fight Club are watching all the all the buildings blow up. Right now, imagine if when mm-hmm. he pulled the trigger, his building blew up. Mm-hmm. Way more powerful ending. Better ending, mm-hmm. especially since Marla mm-hmm. Singer. Step Brothers. Different, different thing. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm just. No, I on. feel. Well, hold on. Let's let's work this. If <laughs> if uh, fucking Will Ferrell's character died, I feel like that would make for awful. a better movie. And then fucking John C. Riley still gets the pirate <laughs> ship. <laughs> John C. Riley's not okay. a chance. Also, John C. Riley is under the radar. Like um, one of the best. John C. Riley. One of the best ever, dude. Um, to do it he was in yeah people forget he was in chicago um i never saw chicago what you never saw chicago dude so good what are you thinking um what about Fight club is not better that he survived chris chris said harry potter would be 100 better if everybody died (laughs) (laughs) see all right i love harry potter i know a lot of people get all weird about that um, I don't know, man. I think Harry Potter's great. I think the books are absolutely incredible. Um, and if you know, I think that just if if they didn't wrap it all up in a package with like Harry Potter being an adult with like children, that's stupid. Everything else is perfect. Yeah, I I mean I was in I read Harry Potter up until like the fifth book. I think I just uh, mm-hmm. I never watched the seventh movie. This was before yeah. any of the controversy uh, stuff. I just never, um, uh-huh. like, by the time Harry Potter had come out, I had already been kind of like really into like older fantasy, like right. Lord of the Rings and all that kind of stuff. So I, it was I hated it for a kind of like a step backward. Like, yeah, my wife like <laughs> forced me a little bit to like read the book because like I had just I was I read a ton of nonfiction when I first started like reading a lot, and then. Um, like got into like reading Vonnegut and stuff and like really, really enjoyed some of that stuff. And, um, she for years was like, read Harry Potter, read Harry Potter, read Harry Potter. And I never did. And then I read it in like five months and I'm just like, this is insane. This is so good. I felt like it was really incredible. I mean, it's hard to get through like maybe the first book, second book, still a little young, um, but still good. Um, but the, the, from the third book on, I feel like it's just like pretty incredible writing. I don't know. I feel like it gets a bad rap. I remember the fourth and fifth books. I remember really enjoying them. I don't know why I never finished it. I just never... I guess I just kind of aged out of it at some point. And then, I don't know. 
It was just wasn't really mm. like I said. I yeah, I had been reading like fantasy that was like really high fantasy stuff for so long that mm. I don't know. It kind of felt like a step backward. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because like in like but. fucking especially in like the Dungeons and Dragons world, like wizards and shit are so powerful. That like I don't know. The one thing that always fucked me up with Harry Potter is like if Voldemort, like Voldemort's a super evil dude. Why didn't he just get a couple AKs, dude? He could have fucking taken over literally the entire wizarding world. With guns? Yeah, dude. It's this huge, it's this huge, dude. Imagine if, imagine if Bellatrix, what the hell is her name? Lestrange? Yeah, Bellatrix Lestrange fucking joins up with like SEAL Team 6 for a couple months. You know what I mean? And then just fucking becomes like an, like... They did not. I utilize... think it'd be more like ISIS. I think she'd probably fit in more with ISIS. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. So she, let's say she goes over to ISIS. They do a deal, dude. They could take over the Wizarding World in no time. Spells are not as powerful as guns, so it doesn't make any sense to me that they they don't they didn't they the evil people in the Wizarding mm. World didn't utilize guns. Spells are definitely way more powerful. They than are guns. absolutely not. I'm just I'm just gonna, you can just you can watch every spell in Harry Potter travel across the screen. You could, which means that about sixty bullets could have ripped through somebody before <laughs> before a spell hit. <laughs> no no dude, spell in Harry so. Potter is as powerful as a gun. So. <laughs> Slinging hot lead is the most reading... powerful spell on the planet. <laughs> no, it's not, dude. No, it's not. Absolutely. <laughs> the thing about the thing about reading Harry Potter, the problem with it is you start to think about everything with like, oh, if I had a fucking wand, dude, I'd be like, this would be way That's easier. how I felt when I first, the first time I saw Star Wars, I was like, dude, if I could just make shit come to me without having to get up. What uh, a game-changing yeah. thing that would be. Right. I always felt like Jedi didn't well, realize think... their, their, their force powers enough. What? For like dude, Dumbledore could definitely not stop the bullets. He's dude. old, dude. He would. He's old and slow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Voldemort would have. Yeah, dude. There's dude. there is no gun in the wizarding world, like ever. Guns are pretty effective tools, but maybe it's because they're in like London and they don't. They like have nightstick, so they don't need. That's to worry probably about that. one of the situations. Is that? Or one of the reasons that they were never even just brought up at all in any of the books is just because well one they're for kids but two but two because the UK doesn't really have guns no dude no I I think that that's also like a mistake I think like the first ones are for kids I feel like the rest of them like kind of age with you a little all right bit. well whatever I still think guns I'm dude, a grown I man think one I, don't I think know. one Death Eater with a gun could have taken over all of Hogwarts. <laughs> What about the Dude, fucking, Hagrid um, had that crossbow, so he seemed to think that fast move like projectiles were effective. Now imagine, dude, if, Hagrid wasn't allowed to do magic. Okay, so do, Hag- Hagrid had to do magic in secrecy. That's why he had a crossbow. All right, well, he should have had a gun, and then they couldn't have told him not to do magic anymore. <laughs> There's nothing they could have done. He had a Glock. Once he, <laughs> he had once a Glock. He, once, yeah. I think Hagrid's a little big for a Glock. All right, but if there's a Dementor, you cannot defeat a gun with a Dementor. One stag Patronus could not nuke a All right, Dementor. No way. What, a Dementor? Yeah. So That's like, like that'll end up that as, like, a, as like a major out. pain situation where there's like, if he's still in there, he ain't <laughs> happy, you know? 
Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that gun, guns would solve some of your problems, but it wouldn't solve all no, your problems. No, guns definitely do not solve anyone's problems. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if Voldemort... No, I know what you're saying. I know I'm that saying that if Voldemort guns, had a gun, it would have solved some of his problems. Right. I mean, I guess Voldemort had the Horcruxes, so he could have, like... He could have survived longer. But still, mm-hmm. I feel... I don't know. I feel like even a Horcrux probably can't stand up to a fucking... Dude, imagine if... Imagine your Dumbledore and fucking Voldemort comes in and then all of a sudden Voldemort, or Dumbledore has a gun. It, it could have worked the other way, too. I feel like they should have just got Okay, gun. so... If he had a gun and a wand, dude, there's no way. I think he would that would literally, be beneficial. If you had, all right, so it, like, let's say, how fast do you think the fastest spell moves? Like, you can see that the <laughs> like fact that you can second, see them, dude? the fact that you can second? see them means that they're inherently slower than a bullet, like way slower than a bullet. Bullets move at like three thousand feet per second. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they might be slower. Yeah, they might be slower. So like you, you're you're gearing up for your. And Patronus. you have to say, like saying Avada Kedavra, is like it takes a long. Yeah, time. so like you're Squeezing gearing up. You're takes. gonna fucking avocadabra somebody, and then instead, <laughs> like by the time you're like here, you are riddled. You are just you are you are not no longer airtight. You are riddled with holes. <laughs> Blood pressure yeah, drop. You are quickly. Butch Cassidy in the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, dude, you got me there. I just think there would be some ways around that that I'm not aware I of. I mean, maybe they could have. I feel like it could have at least even the odds a little bit. Like maybe there's some sort of nullifying. I don't think a gun would do it. I just feel like there's there's a lot of magic to utilize, you know? I mean, there's I feel like a I don't. I don't. I, I don't think. Like a, I don't think. I feel like you're underestimating it. how magic guns and like modern technology is. No, you think. You think I'm overestimating magic. Ma- I think you're magic. underestimating yeah, guns. Yeah, I think guns are pretty impressive. Or like, imagine pretty if, good. imagine if, like, he just had a computer that just. What if he just had social media and he just fucking told everybody where Hogwarts was? All right. So I'm just thinking if. If there was, say, Voldemort. Yeah. Like, I could probably in, throw in, a baseball in... faster than a Patronus. <laughs> Patronuses are are like they're like a Dude, that would be way like funnier. A, imagine if a spread. imagine if fucking spread. Imagine if Dumbledore wound up to shoot a Patronus at him and he and he just chucked a baseball at his head. <laughs> no, but I'm just well, so what if Dumbledore had a gun? Or what if I had a gun? Okay, you could kill Dumbledore. And that's what I'm saying. I I see Voldemort. You could take him out. And Voldemort sees me. You think I just shoot Voldemort, and that's the end of Voldemort? Yeah. I feel like that's just too. I mean, just, for a book, for a book, it does not work at all. For a book, it, for a story, <laughs> for a book, it's terrible. But in reality, in like the real world. I mean, dude, okay. for the Wizarding World, Voldemort probably could have gone to the U.S. government and been like, "Look, I know you guys help overthrow a lot of fucking governments in your time. What if you wanted to take control of the Wizarding World?" And then the U.S. would be like, "All right, here's some missiles and a Black Hawk helicopter. Perfect. Go do your thing." 
the missiles would really be a problem, but there's like missiles a are slower than bullets. Around. I'm about to blow your mind. Missiles are slower than bullets. <laughs> no, but missiles are more effective than bullets, but there is a protective spell around Hogwarts that the, the bullets might not be able to even get through. I don't know. I You need ma- you need magic to breach Hogwarts. I mean he has magic. <laughs> he has he both. He has both. Okay. I just think he could have both and he could have been I think he would have made everything way easier. I need to think a lot about this. Alright? Yeah. I'm just gonna put it at that. I'm just gonna put it at that. I I I, I believe in the magic more than I believe in the guns, I think. I mean just in that world. Yeah. In this world, there's no wands, unfortunately. Dude, Except it would be I'm cool going to Disney I mean, I think I magic has would be really awesome for a lot of things. You know what I mean? This fucking this drink yeah. container right now is empty. I want more coconut water in my mouth, but I can't until I, after this is over. Like it would be nice if I had a yeah. wand and I could be like fucking tap tap tap, fill that or the force. fill that bitch up with fill that bitch up with coconut water. I'd be so hydrated. Why do you? even need money if you have a want i don't know yeah could you just to buy guns you just make food appear because <laughs> <laughs> the wand only takes care of so much yeah no i know well you still have to have a job right dude imagine being able to do magic but still needing just like a normal job that sucks <laughs> that really sucks I feel like no job is like a normal job if you're a wizard, but I guess it's a normal job to a well, wizard. Wizards got to have plumbers and shit. It's not like you just like there's still a whole know, st- there's still like you still have to do all that, take care of that business. I feel like I feel like maybe maybe they just make their house maybe. elves do it. Yeah, dude. I do have some no. issues with. There's got to be some low tier. There's got to be some low tier wizard, like me, that just doesn't like, that ends up in some dead end job. Does, just does video work. Yeah. Or just like, what about like some like wizard, like who works at the wizard guest, like the convenience store? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, dude. Well, the woman that that like uh, does the cart on the Hogwarts Express. Has a drug problem. He's like, she's, <laughs> she's depressed. She doesn't know how to express her feelings. Um, no, she's been doing it for like 200 years or something like that, dude. Wow. I don't know. That's pretty, I mean, that's a long time. It's a long time. It's probably even more now. I don't, I don't know what year it is. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to end this. <laughs> thank okay. you so much for everybody who stuck around. Cooper, thank you so much. Where can people find you? Um, so Cooper Paul Richards on Instagram is my personal. I post a lot of my stuff there now, but, um, this year I am working on my company Instagram, which is trade building company. And hopefully, uh, I'll get that up and running soon and be posting some content soon. So check me out there. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Nick. Have a great yeah, night. It was awesome talking to you, man. Let's do it again. Sometime. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.